0: You're listening to The Virus, The Ron and Show. Now. Lawrence, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. (laughs) That's it? You you had a million dollars, you'd do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight, I always wanted to
1: do that, man. And I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Well, not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on dudes like me, dude. Good point. Three, that's a magic number. Three.
2: Yes, it is. It's the magic
3: number. Three. Somewhere in this hip hop we community, going going three, they stubbed it, and that's a magic number. What mean? Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure. Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart. Something that stimulates the music and the measure. Measure in the music, racing three parts. Casually see, but don't do like the soul. Cause and doing our actions for monkeys. Doing hip hop, hustle, no rock and roll. Unless your name's Brewster, cause Brewster's a punkie. Parents let go cause it's magic in the air. Criticizing rap, so you're out of order. Stop looking, listen to the phrase Fraser Freddie stairs. And don't get offended while May Stosi does your daughter. A dry camera roll system is now set. Fly around the store under Daisy Productions. It stands for the inner sound. We only know can that the not a trick, but show not a function. Everybody wants to be a DJ, everybody wants to be an MC, but being speakers are the best, and you don't have to guess. Still i so posse, cause it's system free, and that's the magic number. Three. This a piece of the pie is not dessert, but the cost that we're done, and we out of every dawn time. The effect is mmm where the daisy grows in your mind. Showing true position, this here piece is kissing the heart of the pie that's missing Where that negative number fills up the casualty Maybe you can subtract it, you can call it your lucky partner Maybe you can call it your adjective But odd as it may be, without my one and two where would there be My three mates pass to me and that's the magic number what does it all mean? Focus is formed by flaunt of the soul. Souls before style gain praise by pounds. Comment on speakers who honor this flow. Scroll written daily creates a new sound. Listeners, listen, cause this year is wisdom. Wisdom of a speaker, a dub and a plug. Set aside a legal substance to feed them for now. Get them high off this dialogue. Of time is a factor, so it's time to count. Count not the negative actions of one. Speakers of soul say it's time to shout. Three forms the soul to a positive sum. Dance to this fix and flex every muscle. Space can be filled if you ride like a lumber. Advance to the tune, but don't also do Shake, rattle roll to my magic number. Now, you may try to subtract it, but it just won't go away. Three times one. What is it? One, two, yeah. magic Yo, <laughs> one, two three. That's magic number. what does it
4: all mean? <laughs> one, two, <three. laughs> I would lie no more, no less. That's a magic number. No more no less. No, 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 no more no less. Do the shame no, 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 no more no less. No more no less. No, no. Anybody the audience a <laughs> bit hit by the car. No more no less. No more no
5: less. No I don't want no. more no less. No, no more no less. No, Three, no that's a magic number
6: Okay, let's get down to it,
7: boppers
8: I don't know, oh, where to begin We are North Americans And for those of you who still think we're from England Mm -hmm.
1: We're not, no We bit our planes and our trains till we think we might die Far from North America
8: Where the buildings are old And you might have lots of mimes Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh I hate the feeling when you're looking at me that way Cause we're North Americans But if we act all shy It'll make it okay makes it go away
3: Oh, I don't know, I don't know Oh, where to begin When we're North Americans But in the end, make the same mistakes all
7: over again Come on now, come on now
6: Ah, uh, buddies, it's the Round of Face Show. Brand new king of the closers is out there. Chris Stanley. Talking a little louder, walking a little prouder. That's right. Mariano. Rivera. Number one all time. 602 and counting. 602 and counting. Now, Matt was at the uh, Yankees game, one of the few. The Proud sitting at that Yankees game yesterday <laughs> where most of the people were empty seats because it was uh, one of those rain out games, whatever the hell, no one knew it was going to be played, just ridiculous. Uh, hey Matt, what do you got, buddy?
9: Oh man, you know, the Yankees were winning five to nothing early on, and everybody's getting nervous, he wasn't going to be able to come out. The, the Twins got a few runs and when it became the ninth inning, everybody just pointed to the bullpen, and it went nuts when he came out. It It was was incredible.
6: It was a bizarre sight. I don't know whether you saw this, six, but Yankee fans were cheering Yankee outs so that they could be there (laughs) for the closers. Now, uh, I'm uh, listening to some sports radio, reading some sports blog, watching ESPN, and they are actually sitting around and debating whether or not the closer is an overrated position or not, Uh, who would not want to have a great closer on their team? If
1: you're assuming you do have a great closer, then you bring him in and it's fucking lights out. Of course you want the guy that's going to fucking give you fucking six outs. Exactly.
6: If you're the Indians, you're not sitting around (laughs) thinking about a closer. (coughs) But if you're going to be a team playing for the pennant every year, uh, I don't know if you could get any more important than the closer because... Uh, everything that's got to do with the Yankees' success, Mariano somehow got his thumb on it. But I will open up to p- people if they think it's overrated, underrated. For you, Hicks. Oh, it's not overrated. That's. Cr- so you're going completely rated correctly? Yeah. Zeats. Overrated. Overrated. What's your big heat with the uh, closer?
8: I just think the save is like a, a kind of a useless stat, especially when you can have a closer by committee thing. I don't think it needs to be done by one
6: guy necessarily. I'm telling well,
9: you. fuck yourself, uh,
6: Well, that's not an answer to him, but I'm telling you this, Z. Uh, when you have that guy, and they've been around over the years, Raleigh Fingers, of course, Catfish, uh, Eckersley, when the psychological aspect of that guy's coming out. And the fucking game is over. It takes, it psychologically gets in the other team and gets into the fans. Or you will see people going, oh, Jesus Christ, the game's over. (laughs) Eckersley came in. And you saw that happen a ton of times. It's fucking amazing. And that's the beauty of it. If it is overrated, it's still perfect from a, a psychological standpoint. Because you're thinking to yourself, I cannot beat it. Fez Watley, I want to pull you into this. I know you're a big Rays fan. Yes. Uh, What's their catcher's name?
10: I have no idea. First baseman? Don't know. Okay.
6: So you don't really follow the game of
10: baseball that much. Do not watch it. Your dad did. My dad loved baseball. You turned your back on him. No, it's just something we didn't have in common. Um, Here
6: is Dan, Wyoming. Dan, you're on the Ron and Fez show.
11: Ronnie, with 602 wins... That, that's, well,
6: that it saves. All, he doesn't have 602 wins. He has 602 saves.
11: All right, but those
12: are all saves or the games that he has actually, that the Yankees have won. That's yeah. four seasons of games. That's How do you say that it doesn't count for anything?
6: But because I guess if you're going to be the Zeep man, you're going to say anybody could have done this. You could have a couple of guys back there and anybody Hup could buddies,
12: have
6: came in. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. God. The hot Buddies oh, are God. just God.
1: disgusting. Relentless.
8: I'm not saying he's not a good pitcher. It's just he, he, he has one pitch. He pitches one inning a game. <laughs> yes, he has one fucking unhittable pitch all these years. just one inning. It's the cutter. They're, they're, they're fucking cut fastball. No one fucking hits it. That's why he has 602 goddamn saves. That's all well and good, but closers are so overvalued, both
6: in salary and in influence. Here's what I love about it, though, Zitz. Moneyball is coming out this week. Yes. Here's people that sit around in baseball every day thinking about what makes a winning team. You know, general managers, scouts, everybody's just one thing they do in baseball. They've got plenty of time to talk about baseball. And you're not running into baseball men going, you know what? We don't need a
1: fucking decent closer. All of our pitchers just go, you know, the length. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> That'd be crazy.
6: Uh, Joe, you're on the run Fez show. Hey, I, you know, I was
11: just calling as a Braves fan over the... Uh Bobby Cox there, i got to tell Zito, he's crazy. The uh, We tried the bullpen by committee. We had a different damn closer every year. we always try to get some guy who, you know, some other team gave up. And uh, it, it killed us year after year after year. And
6: over the past 20 years, that franchise has been the best franchise in probably sports. Last 20-some years. And they've got one fucking World Series to show for it. One.
1: Those early 90s kept going. They were fucking phenomenal. It was crazy. They were
6: goddamn phenomenal until it started being chill in the air. (laughs) Um, Here is uh, our buddy Arch. Hey, Arch.
9: It was, like you said, it was one pitch. They knew it was coming. For 16 years, they still can't hit the guy.
6: 16 years, they they can't hit it because they still don't know exactly what it does. (laughs) These are guys that only think about hitting a baseball. And the eye on that fucking baseball. And they still can't follow it. It's still... I'm just going to swing when it gets close after all these years. And it's never... It's never not on the fucking edge. It's just hanging there on the edge.
1: He's a fucking robot.
6: Uh, by the way, Regis threw out first pitch yesterday. Threw a fucking cutter and place one crazy. Uh, it was amazing. And then later he did an interview. And uh, here he is, 80 years old. And he said... Now they're pushing him off his show. He's cut a pilot for a reality show oh. where he goes around and does stuff. Oh God! Um, Matt, Wisconsin, you're on a fist. I'll be watching.
12: Hey, I totally agree that the closers aren't overrated. I mean, if you look at when Gagne was going with his record, they put game over because nobody could touch him. I mean, there's it's it's you got to
3: have a guy in the back of the you know that when that guy
6: out. seriously when that guy comes out, it's one of the best fucking. Feelings in baseball—it's badass. Uh, of course, uh, Major League showed how it feels in Wild Thing, and now everybody has to have fucking entrance music. Oh yeah. Um, let's go over to. Uh, uh, let's go to Candyman. Candyman, you're on the Ryan Fudge show.
13: Hey, hey buddies. Hey, yeah. hey, Zito, you're wrong. Um, I'm a Yankees fan. Rivera's my favorite player. I went to the Yankees Reds game in Cincinnati this year. Rivera came out of the bullpen, and all the Reds fans left.
6: And rightfully so. Exactly. Rightfully so. Why not get out that why not get out of here? Because the game is over. It's done. Shut down six oh two. But it is nice that uh that somebody took a nice mono piss all over the brand new record. Thanks, Mono Man. Uh Jeremy's got a uh, spy report for us. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. What do you got, Jeremy?
9: Hey Ron, uh down here in Evansville, Indiana. And uh, it's also happening in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, the FBI are doing massive raids on IHOPs, and the uh, reports coming out of there from the re- from the actual workers are saying it's Al Qaeda linked and terrorist type activities.
6: So they're all kind of working through the kitchens of the IHOPs.
9: No, from what they're saying, it's the the guys that own the actual IHOPs that bought into the franchises. Yeah and uh like down here in evansville right by my house like it's on a major road the fbi had the whole damn road shut down uh, massive amounts of cops and you know, fbi agents the whole ordeal is going down and then it's also happening uh two others in toledo ohio right now
6: and this is happening right this second because i've got cnn up uh fox news and msnbc and i don't see anything uh flying about it
9: they just They just hit the
6: ones in Toledo. They hit Evansville about less than an hour ago. Uh, Right now, they're not letting the Al-Qaeda part out. All right, let's call the Evansville IHOP and see if we can get a table for uh, four. uh, Put it under the name Osama. All right, uh, thanks. No, don't call them zeats. The last thing you want is the feds fucking going, what are you doing? What are you fucking doing right now? We don't need this. Especially since I... I have uh, just brought down my terror alert thing because I got my badge back. Oh, thank God. It was in my humidor in the clip drawer. Really? So either two things happen. There's a saboteur working against me at all times.
1: I don't want to think that.
6: Or, and this is more likely, I'm having some kind of Tyler Durden
1: blackouts (laughs) where during my waking hours I become another person. Do you have any receipts for airline tickets? I do. Why? Uh, I mean, just are they recent? And busboys are always giving me thumbs up. (laughs) Are guys in like neck braces constantly giving you props? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh. How do you know this? Jesus Christ. If I did have a fight club, I'd take
6: Zito there, throw him in the fucking middle of it, and scream out, he hates closers. (laughs) Um... All right, it is the Ron and Fez show. I want to get the big cat involved in this today. I don't... You're squinting when
10: you're reading. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the eyes are getting bad. And now I've lost my glasses. I have no idea where they're at. I well, think that's Ron t- I'm talking to.
6: Th- look who's stealing my badge gimmick. Oh, Fez. Look who's stealing my badge gimmick. Come on. Uh, uh, Why are you reading, Fez, with the squinty? What do you got to
10: say? Uh, don't read it to us. Be here, big man. hmm. Who's here? Fez. Alright. They um they asked college students the definition of hooking up and they could not. Who's they? The professors? Um it Personal. was
6: look at him trying to read. He's squint reading. <laughs> Into those... Where's your glasses? Yeah, at? really.
10: I have no idea where my Go glasses are. Go like this went. with
6: your eyes and just try to read don't do that, Fez. That's teasing oh. the tar. Don't get caught it's up not in that. Work, You're yeah. a person tell the screener to do everything he can do to keep the hut buddies off the lines
10: today. Oh, those hut buddies. So they asked, Who's doing this? Who's they? Uh, I don't know who did it. but um, Why don't you know? Just I'll, I'll find out. It's probably on the page. Why can't you just read the page? You can't read it? No, I didn't write down who
1: uh, did the study. The print's kind of small, though.
6: My eyes are really blurry. Why are your eyes? I, I was blurry from the mono. I no,
8: I can't. I can't see through, through these glasses I'm wearing.
10: Do you have my fucking glasses?
7: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> now the glasses have to go in the garbage because they're covered in mono. Oh, oh no, that's true. Mono mono man, no, no. However, you have your mono eye snot all over my glasses. I was thinking
8: though, I would give them back if you would maybe give me, let's say,
6: uh, your fez hat. <laughs> Keep Fez. the fucking glasses. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Fez has taken the contest off the table by carrying this fucking thing around <laughs> yeah. like Emmett Smith. <laughs> I mean, he is... He ain't
1: dropping shit. Yeah.
6: He's not dropping it, and it hasn't even shown up on the goddamn air now for weeks.
10: No.
1: No, he's got it. Exactly
10: no, no it. one's getting my hat.
6: Now you're pissed off like you went too far?
10: Well, yeah. When you're covered in monofilth, why would you put on someone's glasses? I don't. I don't think it, it goes through the eyes. I don't think it goes through the eyes either.
6: It goes through the spit.
10: His yeah. eyes are all yellow because his liver and spleen are ready to pop. He's, his eyes are yellow because he's a coward <laughs> of the county. What's that mean? So I think that's a fair deal. I mean, I'm
6: sure these glasses are more expensive than the fez. Well, if he makes the trade, then you'll have your glasses back, fez, and you'll be able to read who they are. I'd rather be blind. Wow. Nice Brooks Brothers glasses. Well, it's like the blind lead and the dumb around here. Now you really are upset with them. Well, I don't know why He's you crossed would take the s- crossed the line. Yes. He wanted to get the hat, and you've fucking you've taken the the hat game off the table.
10: The hat, uh, trust me, there have been times where I have left the hat sitting only to run back a Nobody wreck. believes you. Nobody
6: believes you. Happen? He's
10: not smart enough to get it anymore. Dude,
6: I've watched you like a hawk. That hat is in your armpit whenever you're up mm-hmm. out of this fucking seat.
10: I feel
8: like to run by. I said. As I said yesterday to run by and take that hat. It would be like like taking a woman's purse. You clutch it. Oh Like, shit! like you're walking oh around damn. with a bag with that. He walk. It's a Barnes and Noble plastic bag when he's not wearing it, and the the hat's just in it. And sometimes I even forget and think he bought something from Barnes and Noble before remembering. Yes, no, it's I'm it's throwing you off the course. <laughs> what course?
10: Of getting my hat.
8: Well, I mean, I I think this is a creative way to get it because now you can't read. So,
10: if you're gonna sign, you can the check the fucking glasses. I could care less now.
6: <laughs> Don't ever steal glasses from me. I'd go. I'd be going fucking bananas right now. I'm not going anywhere near that. I'd be going fucking nuts. <laughs> I thought going- my badge was lined up in that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> when I had to fucking stand down there like I was a goddamn stupid guest. It's the worst. All huh.
10: right. So now it's on. Uh, you will find a lot of your things missing, Mark Vito. Oh, Zito. oh, oh
1: shit. shit! Oh
10: shit! Since you've uh, taken this outside the boundaries of the contest. Yeah, that's right. It is not staying (laughs) with the... Since you couldn't pull it off, that's true. Since we reset, you couldn't pull it off. You can't get the hat. I'm just worried you're not going to be able to see outside the boundary when you buy the dinners.
8: When you look down and have to sign the check, you're not going to know what numbers are there. Oh, oh! I'm sorry.
6: You're acting like you're going to be there and have to worry about it. Oh yeah, you can't
8: do that. No, No,
6: you can't do that. Then I won't go. Come on, okay. We're taking the credit card. You can't keep the guy out because he's doing a good job in the contest. He's not winning the contest. He's stealing things that aren't on the line. I know, but that doesn't mean the other seven dinners that you lost, you lost fair and square. You I can't keep him out of that. I didn't know there were rules in war. Okay. Oh, that's oh, so... She's wow. well.
10: I didn't know... Well, you I need mean, to check with the
6: UN then because there are. Well, I <laughs> Waterboarding
10: is off the fucking... No, because you're like Saddam Hussein. You're spreading disease as part of your ammunition. Smallpox blankets. Fez is a Republican to the end. Mass destruction!
6: I,
8: I just, you know, I had to take desperate measures. The hat wasn't happening for me anymore. It was under strict surveillance. Yes,
10: then admit that you've lost. Oh, this,
6: You can't just, pull this off. Just lace off the glasses and let's fucking move on. I want to find out what they said about them. Okay. What did they say about them?
10: It's the 20th. You have uh, 10 days to try to get the hat. You can't pull it let's off. Let's focus, Fezzy.
6: Let's get you back on the show. You have not to get these glasses. I can't be caught up in all this, uh, you know, ass-grabbing horse shit that's going on around here. <laughs> We've got a show to do. Now you're upset. Um, Instead of getting into it, because you can't read, right? Uh, Yeah.
10: But that's all right. I don't care anymore. Uh he's
1: like saw in the glasses. Yeah, I sawed up now. I uh, it's wet my hand.
10: So college students are uh, they don't have a definition for what hooking up is.
6: <laughs> why? What do you mean they don't?
10: Well, some think it's just kissing. Some think it's actual uh, a one-night stand, intercourse. I would think
6: it's taking someone's glasses.
10: Like he just hooked up his glasses. Yeah, you guys just hooked up. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's what... Then I'll definitely have the mono. <laughs> You're first. Nice.
0: The viewing disease.
10: Mono. So I always thought it was just making out. I didn't think hooking up was actual sex. I don't know. I don't think it has a...
6: Uh, 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 well you've already said according to they it doesn't have a, a definitive
1: thing yeah it's anywhere from making out to suck and fuck
6: I think it changes my age I also don't think that you know the whole thing is did you hook up is uh, a way of saying yes we were together without being the type of young gentleman who goes around spreading rumors and innuendo
1: well I ate her
6: ass and I fucked her yeah, mouth yeah I well, don't I think that's don't anybody's business <laughs> I don't think that's anyone's business I think hook up covers like, yes, we were together. Let's move on
1: now. Mm -hmm. I got in that. That's something else you could say.
10: (laughs) um. Glasses still? No. Are you upset by the glasses? No. Mm -mm. Why did you start crying? I ruined
6: the show. You did? Thanks, Mom. We were fucking really cruising along nice there, too. Yeah. What happened, Fez? Why won't you say what's bothering you? Nothing's bothering me. It's got to be the glasses.
10: I don't know why someone has to try to sabotage me. In what way? When I come in nervous anyway, why try to make it worse? That's what I don't get. Then why did you say nothing was bothering you?
6: Now, here's the thing. I think Zito did this. He's playing a game, and your feelings are hurt.
10: Yeah, because the game isn't take someone's glasses from them. That's true. Why don't you go steal wheelchairs, too, from people?
6: You're in a wheelchair now? No, not yet. You're not taking glasses from everyone, are you? Because you'll get fired for that. (laughs) For this, you can at least tell HR, well, we're playing a game on the air. Yeah. What happened to Mrs. Kirkland's wheelchair? I thought it would be so funny if I took it while she was in the bathroom.
0: She
1: can't fucking walk now.
6: (laughs) High five.
8: Don't leave me hanging. Come on. (laughs) I uh I I just I really thought that it would be a fair trade to get the
6: hat. You
4: thought I, it was
8: gonna be funny. I really thought we might have fun
6: with it. All right, just barrel through, Fez. You don't even pay attention to him. Barrel
10: through. Linda McMahon is announcing today she's running for Senate one more time. Well, you just blew her spot. So she's. Uh, God damn it, Fez already said it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> She's running for the uh, seat um, that's being given up by Joe Lieberman, by John Joe Lieberman. I can see her winning that.
6: Well, you didn't see that last time. My I can definitely now. see it oh, now because you're in the glasses. I see. I didn't even fucking got it. He's fucking busting your balls now, too.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: He's fresh, is what he is. He's fresh. Fresh to death.
10: I just don't think she's ever going to be able to put this wrestling pass behind her. Bruno San Martino never could. No, not with the cauliflower ears that he's got. Um... What's wrong? Can't read? Just panicking. Why? Because of what Zito did? Oh. Oh, no, I was nervous before that. What about... Just general anxiety. You
6: ever notice in all these years, uh, Stanley and I have never taken anything from you?
10: Oh, I know. No, never.
6: And this is keeping you from focusing on your stuff. You keep going back off into the anxiety.
10: So Raiders fans in Los Angeles were upset because... The Raiders left 16 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) So... The ones that were watching the Bills Raiders game on Sunday got cut away to the Charger the beginning of the Chargers Patriots game. Oh, they mm-hmm. couldn't see the end. So they missed the
6: Oh man. Oh man, you you, you had a roll too.
10: What they miss, us? Nothing. They missed something. I know they did. Bring me my glasses right now. What F- forget that. No, Tell- bring me my glasses that right is- now. I'm going down the hallway. And doing what? And reporting him. To who? I don't care. Bladder. I what? Why don't you report him to me? HR. Just, I'll do it. Here.
6: Yeah, there's a complaint fence?
10: Yeah. What is Someone's it? Someone's taking personal property. Stanley again? No. Nope. What again? Mark Zito. Mark. Uh, Zito. Spell that, please. Z-I-T-O Sounds like Devo Or you could spell it M-O-N-O
6: Alright, what was the personal property?
10: My glasses Four eyes And what were the glasses' name? Uh, Just glasses I'll put down Kirby
6: When's the last time you saw Kirby?
10: Uh, This morning
6: And what was it doing?
10: Um, Apparently I'd left them on my desk And someone went through my stuff And took them not someone, Mark Zito. No, how did you see him take the glasses? No, but he admitted to it. Okay,
6: All right, I think I have everything I need here. You were saying something about the Raiders game.
10: Yes, that uh, it was pulled off the air in Los Angeles for the Chargers game, so Raiders fans there never got to see the Bills comeback win. With fourteen seconds left.
6: Well if they're Raiders fans, why do they want to see the Bills come back win? Well they wanted to see the end of their game. Well that's the problem when these games go long. It's happened to all of us before. If you happen to be in New York, uh in New York, you're watching a one o'clock game and the Giants or Jets are starting, fuck you. Yeah, you're done. This is as old as football. This is why I, up until yesterday, uh was a red zone guy. <laughs> I canceled it. Yes.
8: Fuck red zone.
6: And yet, after I got home, I saw a thing of we know we have the problems and we're working on it.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. They're gonna working on it means they just acknowledge that there's problems. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave the boss out there alone,
6: and when he starts telling me that's working great, yeah, jump back in. Uh, Jay, you're on fist.
9: Listen, buddy. If you go
6: down the hall and begin to complain about something, you're going to be labeled a bitch forever. You just up I don't understand what you're saying. It sounds like you're fucking Nemo talking through water. Mm. Uh, Bill, your are on a Fez.
9: Fez, I want you to let me know. I will come down there and slap the shit out of that little bitch Zito. I will fuck him up. All right. i bring some cigarettes.
6: Let's do oh, it. Yeah, right. yeah, goddamn right. Come yeah. on down here and doing it. He's no. wearing a Syracuse sweatshirt. Big right. pepper, cigarettes. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Bring the I- McGraw Hill Bring some cigars.
10: 49th Street and the Avenue of the Americas. I'll make sure your name's in the system. Decker. What's his name? Bill from Boston. <laughs> if he
6: gets in, then I, this badge is useless. <laughs> I'm just chucking it.
10: Wendy says... um, classes again no what What, is it just having a lot of trouble today it before i I even got here so what happened zito thinking about zito just bad subway trip
1: what happened they go the wrong way did stop or something
10: um just very very packed with Mm. the rain in the area wow filled up with water do you see that water main broke in Harlem?
6: And a woman is down in her basement doing her laundry. The water just starts pouring in so fucking fast. She can't climb up the stairs. It's knocking her down. And she's standing up, holding onto the pipes in the basement with her feet on the fucking washing machine, ready to drown it's in scary. the basement of her fucking building. And they said, uh, steam pipe broke too. Sounds about right. So how did Zito make it rain and fill up the fucking subway?
1: He, like, made it rain, like, fucking...
6: (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) These glasses are worth money. Here's what bugs me. He's going to your dinner this
10: week. That fucking bugs me worse than anything. I don't think he'll be there.
6: Everybody's got to be there. That's the fucking bet that you lost.
10: Yeah, but he's not included. He's not one of us. But I thought this was a hat dinner from one of the times I stole the hat.
6: It is. It's a hat dinner. It's a hat dinner.
10: You were disqualified for stealing personal property. Like a hat? Outside, outside the contest.
6: Is Dave coming to the dinner? Dave will be here. He's no longer with the show except for drinking and eating nights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come by. Really, you guys got a couple drinks?
6: So go ahead. What were you saying? Something about the subway water main broke?
10: No, that was something else. This is Wendy's changing up their hamburger after forty-two years. What are they doing? Add mustard? Actually, they said no. (laughs) They they, they want to get rid of mustard. New vice president.
6: We're getting rid of mustard. (laughs) Jesus Christ! What's happening? How much you want to bet? Half the fucking guys out there put mustard on it by mistake.
10: Oh yeah. So they've been in develop. They've had like burger experts working on this for two years. Who's that? Wimpy.
6: Nothing. I'm fucking dying in here with my own crew. I see fucking Zito laughing over there, but he's got the glass in between. Go ahead, It's Tuesday, too.
10: Um, A NASA satellite is uh, going to crash into into Earth. It's not one of ours, is it? This week, this
6: weekend. So say goodbye to Classic Rewind. Nothing. <laughs> Fuck. No. Not what I'm looking for. I'm really looking to murder. <laughs> Go ahead, Fezzy. So they, hey, here's, here's what bugs me. They call it space junk. I don't like that fucking name because space junk should come from space originally. That's Earth junk that was left in space.
1: That's just orbiting. Or am I just really splitting hairs here? No. It, it should, that should be made clear. It should be like a fucking asteroid. Space junk. Uh, Kate. California.
9: Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah. Hey Ronnie, I got a question for you. How tough is it to be a radio host slash kindergarten teacher every single day?
6: Well, I di- occasionally I think everybody, like sometimes even Rush Limbaugh has to find out. Did someone take somebody else's glasses? Did you, did you have a good trip to the studio today? Did something go wrong? Was it raining out? Did, you know, I think everybody had to deal with that in radio. I don't know how many times you'll turn on O&A and Opie won't be able to to talk because he had some kind of bad trip to work or somebody moved something of his. It happens. Somebody's going to get hit by this fucking satellite.
10: Well, they've narrowed down the area where it's going to crash. Red China? Uh, no, from anywhere between northern Canada and southern South America. It's fucking So
1: that's all what right. we know so far. One Stay hemisphere. out of that area.
6: Stay out of that area. I plan to.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to be there. Well, wait, no. Yeah, Are yeah. we
6: in that area? Yes, yes, fuck oh. It's half the world. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go up in a hot air balloon and make them think that I'm space junk.
1: <laughs> no, you're getting closer to it. Don't do yes. that.
6: I'm going to get closer to it, <laughs> and maybe I can split it in half and save us all. <laughs> Got to land on it. I would go
11: to bed singing an Aerosmith song.
10: See, I think this is one of those things that people want it to be more dramatic than it really is, like if it falls into the ocean, that's no fun for anyone. It's like it's got to see if it, if these chunks are gonna burn up, if anyone has to stay indoors, if it's gonna hit Cleveland or something like that, yeah, so we just don't know, no, not yet. they're not even sure if it's hitting Saturday or Sunday can't hit a whole day can it if we end up losing saturday that would be terrible i gonna be pissed this isn't <laughs> even one where you can say stay indoors because if that thing hits your house it's coming right through it let the size me get the g-
6: i got a bunch of oil riggers i'm gonna get together i said riggers and we're gonna be able to bust that thing in half all right uh keith you're on my face
2: hello ronnie b
9: yeah. Hey, hey, Fez, let me ask you a question. With all your crying and stuff that you do, do mm-hmm. you, th- you ever think
13: that maybe like, some of us were having a good day until you start just crying and you ruin everybody else's day?
6: Why, what, what when would he, was, do- he was just on a nice asteroid bit.
9: What, what, what would you do if you had to work 9 to 5 all day, like really work, instead of sit there with tissue curled up in the corner?
6: Oh, please.
8: Oh, my God, I didn't just ruin the show. I ruined that guy's day. I, Jesus. It's a domino effect, Zitz.
10: Fuck. Thanks, Mono. If you're in the D.C. area, beware a Vince Young impersonator. Vince Young. Yeah,
6: I know. A couple of them tried to jack my friend's car. Fuckers. And then I even got a cousin dating a
10: fucking Vince Young impersonator. The eagle, uh, Vince Young says, someone is going around D.C. Um. Doing what? Scrambling? (laughs) Visiting children's hospitals and... That
6: fucker! <laughs> <laughs>
10: and collecting appearance fees. It's Fuck Vince yeah. Young.
6: It's not fucking Santa Claus. How stupid are they in that fucking hospital? And why do they want eagles in the fucking Redskin
1: zone? Doesn't make any sense. I
8: don't understand why this isn't allowed. Like, like people can go around dressed as like Clifford the Cat, and we have fake Elmos and stuff like that. <laughs> we guys? got a
6: fucking Elmo impersonator downstairs that every fucking day holds out an empty bag to me, like I don't fuck, like I'm not an adult who lives here. What the fuck, Elmo or Elmo? Elmo, the Spanish Elmo. <laughs> hey, one of uh, I saw that they were overdoing Good Morning America. When are they supposed to stop by here? Tomorrow. Here's what I want us to do. Give me a bunch of eyeballs. We'll put them on our socks, and we'll start a fight with them. Oh, that'd be great. it will be
1: like West Side Story. Show then the fucking be puppeteers.
8: So we'd be snapping with our mouths, though, because we don't have hands. <sighs> Whose show are they doing? Let me check that real quick.
6: You don't have to. I'm just... I don't know how you... Why they got to bring the puppets along with them. Why don't just the fucking Let's voice talk. guys... <laughs> I'm Elmo. Plus, don't half the fucking shows in America have an Elmo character on there? Probably. So, tell me how you
8: feel about cookies, Cookie Monster.
10: I think they're doing Frank DeCaro's show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and Kid hey, own. Yeah,
1: yeah. This place really goes nuts for the puppets. Why? Wow, what other puppets do well? Just just the Sesame Street puppets.
6: Yeah, but they're called Muppets. Oh, Muppets. No one's ever called them fucking
8: <laughs>
1: puppets. Uh, they seem kind
6: of like puppets to me. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, they are, but
10: they are Muppets. <laughs> Matthew Fox from Lost, he will not be brought up on charges for allegedly attacking a female party bus driver. Still not? No, they're not going to press charges. Still? Yeah, still. He never works again.
6: We should learn a lesson from that. We all should never get on a party bus. We fucking stay here.
10: <laughs> or if you do, it's okay to punch the driver in her crotch and breasts. Something had to happen for that to come on. Uh, security frauds lawyer uh, uh, has been suspended from the New York State Attorney's Office when they found out she was moonlighting as the dominatrix.
6: Yeah, I saw that in the paper the other day. Um, not a big shocker because, you know, she does work for that office. And they said, it doesn't matter what she was doing, she's not allowed to have a second job.
1: That's it, yeah, it was like a clause. She can't be more than $1,000 doing doing something else without getting permission. She fucked up.
6: I always think it's funny when an attorney breaks a contract.
10: She should just volunteer her time as a dominatrix then. She She has to get paid. Just say that it was, you know... It was charity work.
6: That whole thing is just as unsexy as it gets. Let's go out in a club. I'll act like I'm hitting you. Honestly. They're always the fucking dominatrixes are always, I'll just put it this way, thick girls. <laughs> and the whole thing just comes off about as sexy as that HBO real sex program. Oh. The only nude program in the history of the world. Unjackable. So terrible. Uh, terrible. Unjackable.
1: Another dominatrix is in the uh, paper a couple, like another week ago, because uh, her third boyfriend died in three years. <laughs> her fucking <laughs> slaves or whatever keep dying on her. I remember on our
6: show at N.E.W. we had a dominatrix in, and fucking opie made her cry.
1: That was I've, that was an amazing. Sh- that was a star. By
6: saying the worst thing that you can to a dominatrix woman, hi Joey Ramon. <laughs> Fez, while you are reading ahead? That's what keeps you from being in the moment. What's next? It's got to be great.
10: Uh, Rose O'Donnell's uh, new show getting ready to start on OWN. Um, She's um, said she's going to, she's changing up the format already.
1: It's going to be all football related. Wow. Didn't see that coming.
10: So she said she was going to do single issue stuff.
6: It should just be her whistling for an hour every day. I bet it would do well.
1: Oh, people love that first. Episode. I wouldn't turn it off.
6: Does she still really like Tom Cruise? Yeah. I like that bit.
1: Me too. I just like mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Me too.
6: Same. I've turned completely around on night and day. <laughs> really? Yes. <Yeah. laughs> all right, I'll give it a shot now. I like him so much I joined Scientology.
1: Really? Are you clear yet? I'm more than clear, my friend. Holy shit. Uh, congratulations. I know all the shit. Real, oh, like the Zenoo shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know if you're still allowed to talk about it. Well, the entire universe is in a giant
6: uh, monkey's ass. Whoa. No, you don't want You weren't ready. I fucked up. <sighs> I should have. I, I had so I, many stages, and worried. I just fucking gave you the whole thing. Uh, Do you know oh, Will Smith? Okay. <sighs> The hut buddies have changed their name to hutaholics. Mm. Just because they're quitting doesn't mean that they're hutaholics. Uh, Sean, you're on a Fez.
3: Hey,
12: Ronnie Packer. Hey, oh, uh, this Marcia is really making a spectacle out of Fezzy. <laughs>
6: oh, because the glasses? Oh, spectacles. I like that one. Okay, you're going to be reported down the hall. Mike, you're on a Fez. Is
12: this uh, Yahoo News. Yes, it is. I'm wondering if uh, Fez prints out these stories. Does he have uh, paper clips, staples, or is it on his computer?
6: You, well, you, you print them out and then you, you clip them together? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you safety. Uh, uh, what do you call that thing? A paper clip? Yeah. All right, so staples is called what? Just stapling, stapling something? something, yeah. It seems like there should have been an easier term.
1: I would like stapler. I hate paper clips. Why? I don't know. It's just, are so easy to lose. I'm constantly having to get more paperclips. Why don't you
6: do what I do with my badge and just keep it in my humidor? I should. Oh, I don't have a humidor. I was fucking furious about having to go and spend a day following those assholes around that I hate, it's
1: security na- people. It's a nightmare. Them bossing you
6: around, fucking. No, th- it doesn't work that way. Unbelievable. I'll come in here the same way that I, I went into the Matrix. Guns blazing. You ever notice that Santa looks like our lobby in oh, the
1: Matrix? Yeah, yeah, when these fucking shooting that shit up. I can't wait for a nuke to drop down an elevator shaft. Um,
10: go ahead, Fizz. Well, it's uh, that time of year where we're getting told there's a pumpkin shortage again. I didn't know that they say that. It happens every year. Something comes along to call right when it's pumpkin time. Just give
6: me a little ceramic one, and I'll call that my pumpkin.
10: Well, we need jack-o'-lanterns or pumpkin pie for uh, Thanksgiving. So this time, it's Hurricane Irene, has apparently ruined the pumpkin crop. So uh, that uh, so now we're supposed to have a pumpkin shortage, even though. You walk into any supermarket, any uh, produce stand, there's just piles and piles of pumpkins. So you're not believing? I'm not believing. It's a little it early, though, right? I mean, if you
6: got a pumpkin now, wouldn't it be rotten by Halloween? Throw they
10: in the fridge. Well, uh, be no, this better. is the warning that's out. But then you say there's piles and piles of pumpkins? Oh, there will be.
6: Oh. All right, I, don't I can't fucking follow a goddamn Yahoo story. I'm the asshole today. Uh, Anthony, you're yeah. on my first.
13: Yeah, hey Fez, why can't we turn these stories into comedy pyramids again like we used to do?
6: Because this audience can't I
13: know pull the colours. The yeah. colors stink, but I
6: can't fucking pull it off. Uh I'm like here's an example. This guy Scott is really the radio shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary. Gary.
9: Hey, how's it going? Um I think instead of making bets with Dito,
12: Fez oughta, like, prank him back. Like, take, uh, bring a set of hair clippers in one day and just shave a strip down the middle of his head, squirt it, squirt the crotch of his pants with a water bottle. Turn this whole
6: dry. thing into a frat house, Fezzy. Frat house this motherfucker.
10: I've seen Drink. the back of his head. I don't need to bring in clippers. Oh. Whoa. Look
6: at. You saw him the back of his head when he was blowing you? Was that the joke? Oh, No. He's,
10: oh, damn, uh, that would have been great. He's got a very early 20s bald spot okay, working. That, that, you know what? That's just hurtful. Okay? Uh, we I think my joke, I
11: saw the
6: back of his head
8: when he
11: was that's, sucking yeah. my dick,
6: <laughs> is the fucking joke. He's Let gay. me see the back of your head. Where's the bald spot? Let's well, come. Oh. That's a part. He's got a wide part.
8: It is thinning. I'm kind of <laughs> bummed about it. And now,
1: that, shave it down.
10: It's the size <laughs> of the area NASA says the satellite might crash into. Okay, now we're just hurting feelings. Um, Here's
8: Sean,
6: you're on my fuzz.
3: Fizzy, why you hadn't mentioned anything about the end of Don't Ask Don't Tell last night at midnight. You should have saw the lineup at the recruiting station in Atlanta today.
1: <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Finally. What was that new fucking voice? Finally. Mean? Let's go fucking join the army. So like a gay I thought you were doing Regis. This isn't Regis.
6: Reg- well, if you do Regis, you do a song guy. He comes off a little G.
10: <laughs> Ikea is uh, doing a test run at their one of their Australian stores. They're adding a room for guys to just sit and play video games, watch TV... Have some refreshments while their wives shop.
6: Like a social club. Why well, yeah, can't the guys stay home and do all those things? Why do they have to go? Yeah, they're not needed, I guess, for their opinion on
1: plates or an entertainment well, center.
6: Well, look at that oil rig exploded in Oklahoma.
1: Once well, there will be blood. Well, there's no deaf kids in that fucking field.
6: Well, if they are, they're ignored right now. Cap <laughs> that off. This is my
0: son. We're a family business. It's my boy. Don't worry
1: about him. I take care of my son. Why well, I fucking seem as crazy. My name is Chris Stanley and I'm a big bl <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll have whiskey and a steak. My son will have milk. This is all we need to heal. Some steak and milk.
1: Well, I'm Chris Stanley. I didn't make a good investment. (laughs) What the fuck was that scene about? He fucking lost his shit. Do not tell him how to raise that kid. (laughs) Why did he put the napkin on his face, though? I I think it was uh, so the kid couldn't read his lips. Because the kid was like, just got back from um, deaf school. Uh, Fez, what kind of uh, shortages
6: are going to be? Pumpkin. Uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth says that you write down pumpkin. I always say pumpkin, too. When we uh, am going to go punking people out. Oh, shit. Ashton. <laughs>
10: <laughs> go ahead. That was all I had. Now what?
6: Long day?
9: Yeah. Why
6: don't we just go top of your head and we'll talk about whatever comes up.
10: Uh, I've got the new uh, shows that are starting tonight. Is that the top of your head? We you got a list? It was the first thing I could think of. All right, let's go list. Last night's shows, did you love them, Fez? Um, I still agree with Two Broke Girls is going to be a hit. I
6: got news for you. I don't watch a lot of sitcoms. No. I no. couldn't believe that that girl says on a sitcom now, when you do that, it dries out my vagina.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Fucking nuts. I I mean, the only thing I've been watching is FX. I don't watch how regular- fucking
6: blunt can we
1: get? <laughs> <laughs> my pussy's dry
8: on regular TV. And their biggest first joke was like a jizz joke for like that went on for like four minutes with like. Uh, different-
6: the coming joke. Yeah. Yeah. And the the stain on the shirt or whatever. But at least some of that is done like innuendo. But the you're drying out my vagina.
10: <laughs> on network TV. Goes to show that the fucking gloves are off. It makes no sense that Ron Jaworski would have to apologize for saying the word shit when you've got an hour of CBS comedies saying dry vagina and vaginal warts on the show before that. Well, but don't you think that they're two different audiences, two different
6: bosses? He doesn't have to apologize to ESPN. He had to apologize to the NFL. Oh, okay. The NFL is fucking strict as shit. They're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Douchebags. But Les Moonves is just like, dude, I want the cocks out. (laughs) (laughs) And the Charlie Sheen roast was really the new Two and a Half Men episode where they all but acted like, we're just a fucking TV show. None of this is real. We're going to do jokes and never act like we care about a character. There's one every couple fucking weeks. Ridiculous. One what? Roast. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that the show itself is just, it was closer to being a roast because they didn't even act like, hey, what are we going to do with the character? (laughs) They just acted like, we know it's TV, You know it's TV. Let's not act like this should be a sad fucking moment. They all but said, Charlie Sheen's going to get a $25 million payout. And I'm probably making an extra $75 million uh, off of the fucking reruns. So don't worry about him. Everything's going to be okay. And we're going to milk this for another year with Demi Moore's son. Husband.
10: That's atrocious. And the Playboy Club was awful last night. I said miss. I think it's a bigger miss than I even imagined. I
6: watched about half of it. It's a very difficult thing, uh, if you remember even last year with Empire. They're suddenly introducing 20 new characters. Yeah. A murder takes place. I mean, even in the terms of the sitcoms, go back and watch the first Seinfeld and say to yourself, is this as good? Excuse me. As what became behind it, it never is.
1: Yeah, never build. But I, I just can't help but compare it to Mad Men. And um, I don't watch Mad Men, so I don't give a shit. That's right. You go on a clean conscience. I feel like oftentimes when shows have good pilots, they
8: end up actually getting worse. Like
1: it's like better if they start lost.
8: Remember, the fucking Lost pilot
6: was excellent. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. I don't know if you ever saw that pilot. It was really I good. watched the whole fucking series. I was a fan of that. I love that show. <clears throat> and that was Mad Men it up, and no one gave a shit. Mm-mm. But an amazing pilot. It was like Network.
10: Apparently, in these 60s uh, set TV shows, everyone has to stop and adjust their tie. You don't see that in a <laughs> present-day drama. But in the 60s, for some reason, no matter what's going on, Someone has to stop and adjust their tie. That's a little gesture that means, oh, we're in the 1960s. And just Cagney th- did
6: that fucking in the 30s. That was Cagney's bit.
10: And just the overdramaticness of it with, do you know who you just killed? That's the head of the biggest mob in all of Chicago.
6: I don't know why the attorney guy wouldn't say, hey, this woman just killed this guy. He was trying to rape her. I don't know how that even no, turned out. A rape happening. If it's going to be as canceled as quick as you are, we've already spent too much time on it. So uh, here are the new shows starting tonight. All right, I'm not going to be as quick to watch now after last <laughs> night because I really went 0 for 3 in enjoyment level. There's fucking two broke girls. The writing was 1970s atrocious a
1: lot of television i don't feel like i haven't watched that much television in a while
6: it still felt like a 1970 show where guys going. he's about as dumb as all right <laughs> just the uh, the fucking old black guy yelling out old black guy stuff
10: at the register <laughs> that's good they were like fat albert jokes uh the new show uh, last man standing tonight on abc
1: that's the new tim allen sitcom all right. Maybe I'll give it a try. Hit or miss? It's, uh, it's going to be a hit. I mean, mi- rather, miss, miss, miss. It's going to be a miss. He's not coming back. Three hits and four misses. Uh, miss, I just don't like Tim
6: Allen. Whoa.
3: Whoa.
6: Man like Tool. That
1: should be his favorite band, Tool, that he's just fucking constantly listening to. He's opening his fucking cable access show with it every day. Or whatever the fuck that thing was. Oh, tool time. <laughs> tool time. Yeah. <laughs>
10: <laughs> Bringing in some tool. <laughs> now and this time, his character works at a sporting goods store. Huh? Uh, and he goes. Uh, he goes home to a house full of women. Uh, uh, huh? Uh,
0: welcome to tool time.
1: Eh, uh, tools. Da, tits, da. Did
6: he steal his old act from Z-Man?
1: <laughs> Possibly.
8: I feel like he became Santa Claus at one point. Like, his catchphrase was almost like, ho, ho, ho. You're thinking of the other
6: fucking show, that he became Santa Claus.
10: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did play Santa Claus for a very long time, also. <laughs> uh, another new sitcom uh, tonight on ABC. Um, Man Up is this one. Huh? Yeah. It, it follows huh? last man standing. Yeah. So this is three modern guys trying to get in touch with their inner tough guys and redefine what it means to be a real man. Who's in this? It's E-Man. I didn't recognize one name in this. And it looks like it's uh, supposed to be friends.
1: Okay. Dan, Dan Fogler. Mather Zickel. Dan Fogelberg. Good Henry, for him. Henry Simmons.
10: Uh, Ringer is Sarah Michelle Gellar coming back to television on the CW. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, uh. So this is a woman who's posing as her identical twin sister after her sister goes missing, uh, disappears overboard during a boat trip. Seems insensitive. Is that Gilligan's Island? So she finds out that her sister is mixed up in this very... Uh, sleazy world as she takes her place. Well, that's what she gets. It's called the planet Earth. <laughs> I'm going to say miss on this one. Oh, I already stopped playing some time ago.
1: I can't watch our Michelle Geller hour long dramedy or whatever this is.
10: New sitcom on Fox tonight uh, Zoe Deschanel, uh, New Girl is the name of that one. She's a sweet but naive 20 something who shares a loft with three single guys. So, this also seems like friends, except with a couple of less girls. Yeah, but she's adorable, right? Uh huh. Yeah. That one'll be a hit.
6: I hope not, because I'd rather her go back to making indie movies. Yeah, I'd rather her in
1: film. I'm surprised she was on television, actually.
6: I'd like to see her do Almost Famous 2. Well, she's at the end of the run that you get as Indie Movie Girl. <laughs> you know, they cut they cut that fucking thing been tight. Been like, we need a new Indie Movie
10: Girl. You've been too many And a new drama tonight on huh? CBS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unforgettable. I forgot. What did you say, Fuzzy? Uh, it's called Unforgettable. So this is a detective with a flawless memory who's not only working homicide cases, she's trying to solve her sister's murder from years ago. Hey, uh, Ronnie, you're on the run Fez.
12: Hey, Fez, did uh, you not know watch Two and a Half Men last night? Yes, I did. Well, that would be great material, that, in the Charlie Sheen roast. That would give you at least an hour's worth of material, you know. There was um, Patrice O'Neill that was on the roast, and uh, there were a lot of, it was just a really good... Uh, good
0: time on that show last night i would give you at least an hour worth of uh you could go through each roaster i made a bad investment i'm chris stanley <laughs> now my son we're going to get some steak and some milk and i'll have some whiskey It's the only restaurant in town huh you've been roasting me now it's time for me to roast you a while you've made bad investments i drink your whole
10: milkshake You didn't watch the roast, Fez? No, I didn't see the roast. Not girly enough? No, just uh, between the football, the wrestling, and trying to watch the new shows, just to see if any of those (gasps) were going to work out. I did not catch the roast.
6: Alright, why don't we break here, and we get back. Fez is just going to improv for us. How does that sound, Cadillac? Um oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said that I would be betray. I'm making a fire sale. The only person that came to me was Blowhard. Trade rape. I fucking just I sent it back immediately.
1: You know I'm uh I'm looking. I was looking over your stuff this morning. I know we could send a trade last night, I thought I'd wait till the games were over. Mm. But I'm I'm looking. I'm Fair thinking. trades.
6: Yeah, I'm
8: not gonna come on. The fight in mono. Things are changing for my team after an 0-2 start. I'm I like
6: Vic. Uh, it's th- and by the way, who uh, who's got uh, who's got the fucking Cowboys quarterback?
1: Oh, Romo. Uh, I think I think Dave has Romo. I think Cause that's bench. a
6: punctured lung now too. <laughs> yeah, it's not just broken li- uh, fucking ribs. He's fucked up. Puncture lung is not a good fucking thing. No,
1: his fucking shit's filling with fucking blood. The shit is. Yeah. Oh,
8: Cadillac scored three points for me last night, though. That was like almost what I needed.
7: Huh?
6: Yeah. Football. You had your worst fucking week. Yeah.
8: I had one of the worst weeks in the history of the league.
6: Fifty-eight and, points. And Earl's in that league. How fucking Dave almost be blowhard last night. Oh, I was so was pissed.
1: Pissed off that they didn't happen. One point. Brennan yeah. Jacobs blowhard. needed
6: that last first down. Blowhard writes to me after and just goes, "Woo!" <laughs> he's fucking seriously. He's on his way this year. He's doing well. And then he really, if he would have made the AP trade for, I think he was offering me a fucking uh, bag of balls, uh, that would have been over.
1: Don't give him AP for a bag of balls. Not a good deal.
6: Uh, Jay, you're a manifest.
12: Ron, I don't know why anybody wastes any more time with these network uh, TV shows. We got Dexter coming up, we got Border coming up, and everything else is just shit.
0: Huh? My son is my business. If I want him to watch TV, he'll sit and watch television with me. I've hired someone to come in and teach him sign language. They've come in from Oklahoma City. The person I thought was not my brother Is a liar So I had him killed we Take her to the big dance huh? Sometimes he and I like to go out in our long joints <laughs> And pop it down in the water And let our big mustaches get wet Weird. That's what we do Then I give my son some steak and milk And he sits and thinks about his glasses You took my boy's glasses And he's going to report you down the hall It's a family show. My son and I are doing it right now. We're oil men. Do a show? That's right. Then later I'm going to spend a lot of money on an indoor bowling alley that I will sit and drink in front of and then kill preachers with pins. Wow, you must really love bowling. I do. (laughs) I do, and I shoot at plates.
6: That's how I spend my days. Uh, we got a break here. Fuzzy, you upset? Was it my Daniel Plainview?
10: No, What's no, got you
6: upset? Oh, open up. What's got you upset? Is the glasses?
10: No, it just said...
6: Subway? Is it something Anthony said? Hmm. Huh? I, ju- I just can't handle anything. What
1: can't you handle? The
6: fucking Plainview thing?
1: Come on, he's just a fictional character. You, stuff those were your... Stuff. I
6: can't handle it. Those were your glasses. And fucking Zito took them. Mm. Proud of yourself now, bully boy? no Write down what you can't handle. Anything. You didn't write it down. One pen. Why don't you start doing your Daniel Plainview? I do that when I run out of shit to say. Yeah. Uh-uh? Yeah, then we got that other bit, the yeah. Tim Mallon.
1: Yeah, that's not a Daniel Plainview, Mono. That's I know. I just, man. I just, you know, we're doing a mashup. Why are you doing a monkey voice when I'm
0: talking about oil with my son? Later, I'm going to stop being friends with my son and be real mean to a preacher.
6: We like to buy your wells. But what can't you do? Anything? I don't even understand. It's too big for me. Is it? Be- you beat Kathleen from the Bronx, didn't you, last night?
1: That must have felt good. Oh yes, yes. I'm do a two parade, no.
6: Do a parade walk.
1: That's right. Make them fuck. I'm
6: me. one and one, like an idiot. You Hicks. One and one. Zitz I'm zero and two. See, <laughs> so why don't you fucking acting like I'm you're the fucking the loser. biggest thing that ever happened in the fucking camp meatballs? All right. When you come in, everybody should be like, "Hi, Mickey. What's got you upset? You were in a good mood before your glasses were taken." I grossly
8: miscalculated. You did. Yeah. You fucked up.
6: Yeah.
0: There's a picture of Daniel Plainview. He looks like he's wearing Smokey the Bear's hat. <laughs> and he has a great big mustache. <laughs> and he never eats. Gets very thin and wears his pants
1: awful high. We should have something more than the steak.
6: Fact, you're not mm-hmm. making any sense here. What are you upset about? Everything's going good. Yeah, it's just everything
10: gets to me. What got to you? You know, there's no specifics. Couldn't sleep last night. Right, but that, some,
6: that's all behind you.
10: Thought someone was trying to get in the apartment again. Um, if they get in the fucking apartment, they'll just kill you.
1: Possibly rape. Or
10: After stuff.
0: death, though. Oh, all right. I just wanted to break into your apartment. I'm looking for some steak and milk for my boy. He doesn't hear very well
6: I'm looking over here At the uh, Sports Week in Review Um Joe Joe Zilla Is leading uh, The whole thing
1: Damn Joe Zilla uh,
6: the, And the girls Came from Tampa And Bonnie Kickbutt
8: I'm Still in the eliminator So I'm happy about that Yeah me too
1: I'm out. Fucking Ravens. Go to hell, Joe Flacco. You're the one that
10: should be crying. You lasted a, uh, 100% longer than you did last year. Yeah.
1: 20 years from now, I'm going to actually win the thing.
10: We're down to
6: 1576 players from 3664. All oh. this is over on 202 Friends. 202 Friends. Oh, by the way, uh, G-Baby's doing his uh, laundry today, because he's got a trip tomorrow. Oh, good. Sometimes I want to talk to fucking G-Baby about that goddamn comedy list in uh, in England. Okay. So what's all bothering you today? Fez, you say you didn't sleep
10: much? No. I, I would doze off and then wake up again
1: immediately. Why did you think someone was breaking in? It's
10: just, I'm hearing noises. Earplugs. Do you think you're going to get killed? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I would probably get murdered rather than raped. What else is bothering you? Just that I can't handle a crowded subway. I can't handle someone stealing my glasses. I can't handle anything.
6: Why don't you grab a car? Stop being such a cheapie. Grab yourself a car.
1: Yeah, go in style.
10: Well, I thought about that, but then I, cu- it was ru- I was running late because I couldn't get one in the rain. I right. mean, I tried.
6: We call the fucking sevens. Oh, yeah. Dial seven.
1: Those guys fucked me over once. Good. The, no, not good. I hate those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Richter? <laughs> no, the cab company.
6: <laughs> Andy's working, Andy's tired. Andy, take a little snooze. Thinks about red, he thinks about Blue. I always say blue. My fucking asshole when it comes to that. That's all right. Can't do anything, right? No, I it's can't okay. Remember it's just anything. a lyric.
0: Well, I take care of my boy, don't I? I give him steak and milk while I drink whiskey in front of him. And I put a towel on my head and say bad things about Chris Stanley. Oh, come on.
10: So if you dialed the sevens, you'd have a nice day. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I was just trying to hail a cab. And that's it? If you would have caught a cab, you'd be having a good day? Well, then I was, you know, I was up, yeah. Well, you're I was up, up and down in the subway station. Why? Because I couldn't get on the train, so uh. I went up to try to get the cab, couldn't get a cab, had to go back down into the subway station. What's that got to do with now, though? Yeah, you're here.
6: That's what I don't understand. Like, I get it that you were aggravated a while ago. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what that's got to do with now.
10: Yeah, I just get myself
6: worked up. But don't you get unworked after everything works out? Mm Mm-mm. So if something goes wrong, you just have a a 100% bad day.
10: It seems to start a snowball effect. So I really didn't need my glasses being stolen today. So that's
6: the—that's what really bugs you, not all this other stuff.
10: Well, that—that uh, that bugs me, and my reaction to it bugs me. If you want your
6: glasses back, Zitz has already put up a decent offer. Trade the hat. No, totally. he's, he's
10: too—he can't get my hat, so he has to cheat. That's true. You should feel proud that he has your glasses. I needed to cover my giant bald
8: spot that you made me realize. I'm very sad about that. Try to
6: get married now.
7: Oh, before
8: that's a, it
6: fucking widens out. Oh, oh God. Just shave it. The head. Oh, You want to shave her down? We'll be no, I,
8: I did that one time. I looked fucking terrible. No. I, my, ears, for here?
10: my ears are way too big. <laughs> oh, man, that would be fucking great. You shave your head down, I'll give you the hat. What type of crazy bed is this now? I'm supposed to steal the hat.
8: I took the glasses, which, yes, unorthodox. <laughs> illegal? I don't know. But now...
6: It's I not th- in the spirit of the game. We can all fucking agree to that.
8: I thought the spirit of the game was stealing things.
1: I didn't know it was just the hat. No, it was the
6: hat. Oh, okay. I never said, oh, free ice cream if you get the glasses.
1: You guys get to steal whatever you want from each other for the next month.
6: (laughs) Here's what I want you guys to do. Look at each other and realize that you're in love. Please. It's too blurry when I try to look at him because I'm wearing the glasses. That's fucking wise-ass because he can't see that good. And he couldn't sleep last night. You want Zito to stay overnight with you?
10: No. I'd wake up and the TV would what, be gone.
6: What do you hear in the middle of the night? What do you hear that makes you think people are coming in? Mm-hmm.
10: I it, feel, it feels like my door's moving, like my door's rattling. So you're not hearing it. Yeah, I hear the door moving. But you
6: said it feels like my door's moving. Oh. That's not the same as hearing something. It's not moving. Or if it is, it's wind. All right. Or a reef so How does it sound like? Do a thing. Fez...
0: It's Daniel Plainview. I wanted to stop by and talk oil with you. You know, I have a
10: family business. Go away. It's the middle of the night. I'm going to take your glasses. Is that your son with you? My son went away to a deaf school.
0: He was crying, and I yelled at him, get away. He stands too close to explosions.
6: Drew, you're on my face.
9: Yo, Ronnie, what's up, man? I have a question for Fez. For somebody who's waiting to have sex and hates getting out of bed every day and seems like he wants to die, what the hell are you afraid of getting raped or murdered for?
10: You're right. I should just leave the door open. Seriously? it might be better for
1: you.
6: Remember that time we were in Vegas? I took the door off the hinges. I remember. (laughs) Shit. That's awesome. And then slept there in the middle of the day. Why'd you take the door off the hinges? Long rails. I thought it would be really funny to have long rails. Shit, it's a long fucking rail. You know, there are things that make a lot of sense, four o'clock in the morning, that suddenly, mere hours later, when the sun comes up, don't make sense. (laughs) No, there's not a door in my... But it still didn't stop me from getting a nice deep sleep. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Fez, all these things that you're saying, it's just they seem like the little annoyances of life.
10: Yeah, that's that's what I meant by I can't handle anything.
6: but that's why we've told you time and time again: go recheck in, go in deep, mm. and do the work this time. Mm-hmm. Don't lie and hide. You still seeing Shrinko?
1: I went last night. Why? <laughs> the guy's an asshole. He's not working. Why do you tell him stuff that he doesn't listen to over and over uh, It's just... What did the guy tell you?
10: That, um, I told him it wasn't working, and he told me I'm... He, he said he thought he was seeing improvement. Well, hey. And I'm like, where? Take Please. Uh, John, you're on a
6: fez. John. Hey, Ronnie
9: B. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to ask Faz a question. Fez? Yes. Um, yeah, I, have you seen that movie, There Will Be Blood, that Ronnie keeps doing?
10: No, I haven't seen that.
9: Oh, man, you got to see it, because it's just hilarious. His impression and everything that Ronnie's doing. you got the best therapist in the world. He's sitting right there. Well, if you'd
0: like, I'll take you swimming in long johns. Both of us will go having long johns and talking about taking to the dance. That's a whorehouse, <laughs> too. Then I'll find out you're really not, Fez.
6: Uh, let's see what. <clears throat> Boy, Mikey Boy's on fire, huh? Yeah. I just know it's not my year this year. I got to make some kind of crazy cha- changes, and I don't know what they are. Because I can't stand around like you guys and go, well, I'm going to go 5 and 12, and that'll be my year. Yeah,
8: I, can't I can't fucking stand that. I can't do
1: that again. I've done it twice in a row. I know. fucking barely fucking made the goddamn playoffs. I need to make a fucking run. I'm thinking of a, a blockbuster of deal. Blockbuster you're, deal. You're
6: playing better than you ever have. You're 100 I want, I want, point points. I, I know. I, I, I high,
1: high score for the week. That's right. Then what are you screaming about? I'm just, I'm, i just You should want. be fucking holding Pat. <laughs>
6: but, or trying to build. I know. I'll tell you, AP at 29 fucking points. Maybe that doesn't mean shit oh, to you. Oh, that means very much to me. Be like fucking um Blowhard offered me nothing.
1: No, I'm going to offer you
6: something. You really never saw There Will Be Blood? Uh-uh. Why? Oh.
10: Just never got around to it.
6: What do you, you say you're not doing everything every every night, though, right? Yeah. Netflix. Yeah.
1: You know, Netflix has lost a ton of money since they came up with that new thing. They've lost, I think, the number was like 800,000 subscribers on their... We're just the mailing back and forth through the mail, and then they lost another bunch of people who were just streaming it.
6: Plus, I think he's seen that movie, but he just forgets that he might think, oh, I said I'd never see movies again. Now, remember, Fez said this other thing, that he wouldn't watch wrestling because... Linda McMahon is running for office now. She's running again. Yeah, what's that do with your wrestling viewing?
10: That I'm going to have to turn it off again, especially if they start going uh, back to the old guest hosts and the and the G-rated silliness. You like it X-rated? Fuck yeah. Be nice. They haven't gotten there yet. Kevin, you're on first.
9: Hey, Fezzi, I got a good book for you, man. I used to be totally stressed out, freaking out about the smallest things. Somebody told me about this book. It changed my life. It's called "The Handbook to Higher Consciousness.": Advice show
6: You never read any of the books people recommend,
10: right? No, I am not a good reader. I mean, I can read, but The Advice Show I never learned how to read
0: <laughs> Mr. Stanley is teaching me how to read
1: <laughs> Hopefully she'll make Linda McMahon will make more great campaign ads That was a great one. I love that.
11: So what do you think about Linda McMahon?
5: Well, I like what she's saying. What about the wrestling stuff? (laughs) Not exactly my cup of tea. Oh, it's a soap opera. Really? Look, she tamed the traveling show world of professional wrestling, turned it into a global company, and created 500 jobs here in Connecticut. All right, so? Think she can shake things up in Washington?
7: Oh, yeah. Oh.
5: Oh, yeah. I'm Linda McMahon, and I approve this
6: message. I'm sold. Yeah, me too. (laughs) We're the batshit state of Connecticut, (laughs) and we want you to vote for Linda McMahon. (laughs) Connecticut. We don't know whether we're New York or Boston. We're half fucked out of our
0: mind because we've got too much money, and then too many poor people.
6: Connecticut. That's the state motto. Connecticut. No one here has ever been blown except for by a hooker. <laughs> Connecticut. This is a fucking Connecticut girl giving a blowjob. Mm-mm. Oh. No. 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 That
1: doesn't seem fun. I don't know.
8: Worse <laughs> than Sounds a little uh, rapey.
6: Barbara in Jersey.
9: Barbara. Hey. You're on the and Fez Show. Hi. Hi, Hi Fez. Hi, Ron. Hi, everybody. Hi, Barbara. <laughs> um, Fez, I just wanted to tell you that I can relate to your problems.
0: In the Advice Show
9: about being paranoid. I too have suffered from what they call hypervigilance. So when I'm, I fall into the deep sleep and then I jump up. Or I think somebody's in the house or something, and then I can't go back to sleep. Um, Well, I found that Lexapro is what I'm taking right now, and it helps me stay asleep. Don't, you know, not. The
6: Advice Show. (laughs) Thanks so much, Barbara.
1: Yeah, welcome. Bye bye.
6: I like her. She's all fucked up on Lexapro.
1: Fuck yeah, she's Sleeping high Sleeping
6: 18, 20 hours a day like she was mono. <laughs> That's what Zito's looking for a girl like him who will fucking bear it up and just lay down and sleep constantly. Oh, yeah, Ob- but she's
8: also super vigilant, which is
6: nice. Hyper vigilant. <laughs> Look what Zito did to my glasses. He turned them upside down. Oh my God. We're going to get one of these days, Fezzy, you're going to get the right advice. Today you said you can't do anything. Today's going to be improv, fuzzy.
10: Okay. What are you going to do? I'll improv- try. At?
6: Just stuff off the top of your head. Go.
10: Um I'm not thinking of anything right now. So it's a very weird feeling when you can't think of anything to say because uh, the voices there inside my head saying, uh, "Say something, say something." There's got to be something, and then my mind will just start flashing through to different scenes, like you know, like the walk home last night or whatever down Roosevelt Island, and just I'll uh, see if there was anything that comes to mind from just trying to flash back to those memories. Are you
6: still going uh, through your fear of homeless people?
10: Oh yeah, yeah. What are you? Why are you afraid of homeless people? I don't know. I never was, but it's like... Homeless
6: people will not hurt you, Fez. Because if they did act like that, they'd have better stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be wearing those coats. Ah. Now, if you see a homeless guy wearing a really nice watch, get the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah, that guy's got a purpose.
6: Okay, now I'm just thinking, and my homeless bit's already over, and I'm sitting and thinking... And there's a voice telling me to think of more stuff. And now another voice saying you can't think of stuff. Did the
1: homeless thing start when that guy...
6: Is that a voice in my head or is that somebody in the room? It's an outside voice. Then wave at me when you're talking.
1: Hey. Hey, okay. (laughs) I
6: thought that was in my head. No, I'm sorry. Outside. Wait, there is a voice in my head saying now I look stupid. Forgetting that... No, wait, that's waving to me too, so that's here.
1: Wave, where?
6: Oh, no. So now I'm hallucinating. (laughs) Yeah, or
1: a, a hearing.
10: Yeah, the sitting still homeless people are okay. It's the ones that are up and staggering around where you really so, can't, fi- you know, figure out a flight pattern on them, which the, way they're going. They may not be
6: homeless. They may be minorities, my racist friend. Speaking of racist friends, I got to talk to my buddy, Mikey Boy. Hey, Mikey. <laughs>
9: Hey, guys, um, you guys are talking about Netflix, and I don't know if you... Yeah, talking. I was. Okay, but, you know, the new service, Netflix, for their disc-only stuff, they changed the name to Quickster, and whoever came up with the name, and they're doing the marketing, and they, nobody went and checked to see if there wasn't actually already a Quickster Twitter account, and it actually belongs to this stoner kid, so they just completely fucked up.
6: Don't they just offer them money?
9: Yeah, I think they're going to have to. But it's like the kid's been like, uh, like celebrity kind of for the for the last uh, twenty four hours. Yeah, or I read it
6: in Gawker. The, I read it in Gawker this morning, and uh, apparently the kid already hit the, he had a thing of him smoking a joint. So so far it's like he likes to smoke joints, play soccer, and that's about it.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
6: They should offer like a fez to get the account
10: back. Oh, oh shit! Oh damn! If you get the fez, wear it high, high in the back so you cover up that giant spot. Hmm. Is it a giant spot or just a wide part? No, it's a bald spot. It's,
8: it's thinning. It's, it's a problem. What are you going to do about it? Probably nothing. Because they, they're like, you could take Propecia, but
6: then your cock might not work. And I was just what? like, just yeah, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> I'd rather it's just... You'll uh, fucking Yul Brenner with a nice fucking hard dick. Neil Brennan never had any fucking trouble getting pussy. Just to fucking stick to him. All right, Mikey boy, thanks for the update. What's your uh, your team doing right now? Doing uh, L?
9: One and one. I lost to uh, HTV last night. Um...
6: Oh, you lost that game. Yeah, Seven. yeah. You yeah. were right in it, right? You had a high score.
9: Yeah, I had uh, 120, 120. Jesus. This I don't know what
6: serious. happened to our league. I had 97. And uh, six guys did
1: better than me. We used to be able... If you had 100, you would win our league. Yeah, that's it. You're going to fucking win. Now you can get 120 and fucking lose. It's scary. It's... You got to keep this file. Hopefully, these guys on my fucking
6: roster. I was everybody out there. I'd make me some major fucking trade baits. Yeah, so and I'm not coming. the blowhard trade rape stuff. No no, no raping going on here. Come I in high it. and heavy. Because I need a I whole had... new team. I got you. All
9: right. I didn't have a chance to win, though, because... Uh... HTG had uh, Brady, which is just, you know, 39 points right there. So Yeah, but
6: he's not going to play like that all season.
9: Well, just against me, apparently, so, I
6: don't know. I mean, you know, he got off to, to two of the best games of his life, but he's not going to have 16 of the best game. He's not going to yeah. be some guy who throws for 50 touchdowns. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, he
1: throws for 600 next
6: game. If I was HTG, I'd be making me some major trades. Yeah, come on.
10: I need Earl to hang on to Peyton Manning one more week. He's my next opponent.
6: I've been telling her I need him to get back in the game though. And he says he's been very busy. Wasn't he even online with you about it last night, Mikey Boy?
9: Yeah, he was on Twitter and I uh, he was talking about how he needed we Deb was trying to get him to get a quarterback and he said, Well, he's just too busy and we were telling him about the quarterbacks that are out that have had like double digit uh, points last week and they're all available and so he's gotta grab somebody.
8: I emailed get him Mira.
6: I, like, emailed his actual email account to try and make a trade, not even on ESPN. I, talk- I called him y- yesterday just to say, dude, I need you to start playing. Why won't he just fucking sign in? He doesn't yeah. understand how. He doesn't... Fucking username and password! And then he's also been taking pictures, arts pictures of the cities. Of course.
8: I got Mikey Boy next week. Cadillac's gonna run wild all over him. He had a rough go last you night. You seem like you're quitting now after having a bad week. No, no. I am going to make a big trade to you. I
6: think there's going to be some high-profile names in there. Yeah, you're going to come after me with Mike Vick again for the 900th time. Maybe a little Steven Jackson. Maybe a little, you know, a lot of Steven good Stephen
8: Jackson is hurt. Okay. He'll you be know, back. I, we're
6: playing for the future. Right, I'll do Jamal Charles, Steven Jackson for
8: you. Straight
1: do, up. Do
6: it, Mono. Mm, I'll
8: have to think about that because you know what? We're building a contender. It takes work through the draft
6: and through free agency. So no, look i look to the future. It. I just fucking believe in big trades. <laughs> big trades and luck. All right, Mikey boy. Listen, enough of your bullshit. I want you to come in here tomorrow and do a five for us, all right? All right. All right. The days of lazy Mikey boy have got to be in our past. Okay.
11: I'll be
0: there. I told Mikey boy he must get here tomorrow by train. From what I understand, the trains are running very, very slowly and packed because of the rain.
6: And all the deaf children on them. Fez, I'm going to dial sevens for you this week. I'm going to put you in the back of a black town car and you're going to live like a king.
10: Okay. Fancy.
6: Balling out. And then I'm going to um, do an audio book while you're traveling.
0: Oh, cool. This is a story about me and my son.
6: <laughs> did
0: you feel
10: bad That's about a being from the Bronx?
6: Or did you feel good? Because I know you guys are buddies.
10: Yeah, I, f- I felt bad because I knew she was already having a... Bad time with the game. Apparently, she said she screwed up her roster, and she was like, up, "Yeah, she
6: screwed up her roster." Man, she won the championship last year. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's doing all right. You think Belichick is sitting around feeling bad for fucking Ryan? I worry about him and his foot problems. <laughs> um, Tom Jersey.
13: Good morning, buddies. Hey, Fezzy, we are pulling for you out there, buddy. Just get well, okay? Um, I'm wondering if, if you guys have any thoughts on the rumors posted up online and stuff about Indianapolis maybe looking at old number four down there. In this, this I, seriously,
6: I never want to spend any time talking about Favre again. Rest my
13: Sorry,
6: life. Just uh, There's nothing to talk about. It's just, it's Brett Favre talk.
8: It's did crazy. You, did
6: you see how Manning went to Europe? For what? Something for neck? uh,
7: For, for like, stem cell treatment. It's, like,
6: not even legal.
1: (laughs) Didn't work, though.
6: Maybe he's just trying to have a baby. He had a baby, but a baby in his neck. Oh, God. That baby in your neck could end up being the son that you've never
10: had, and you could go around having a family business. (laughs) He's a lot worse off than he's letting on. He won't be I'm back. I'm not worse off. I'm doing very,
0: very well, and so is my son. Not His you, hearing's imp- Plain view. His hearing's improving, and now he's having milk and steak.
6: Uh, Gary, you're on a uh, Hey,
12: Ron. Uh, great sleeves impersonation, by the way. Thank
6: you very much. Listen to me every night. I'm, watching,
0: I'm doing Louis C.K. songs one after another. I also
6: am working on a new pro- impression. Oh. This duck's still alive. That's and good. Chinese people complain to me. Come what's come on, people. If it's accurate, how can you complain? Do you honestly think one Chinese person has ever yelled this duck's still alive and started chopping into a piece of wood? Yes.
8: Yes.
0: Improv
6: fest. go.
10: Um I'm not thinking of anything. Why don't we break and when
0: we come back, Fizzwatley will be doing an improv for a man who's eating a steak, then puts a napkin over his face and starts making fun of another man. <laughs> that's all we need. It's good milk and steak, good food for my boy. Guess that's a good combination. Right back, Run a fast Show. <laughs>
4: Mustache and stand alone fruit. Awaking yourself on Ron's couch with your own toot. Lettuce wraps can be tasty. Oh, we've been there before. So they hosed out your backside, buddy Well, not no more Don't you cry Today we still love you, Fessy Don't you cry Don't you cry, there's no God up above you, fancy Don't you cry. It's the Ron
6: and Fez Show on a, now being called a Tuesday. Head mm-hmm. on over to uh, 202 Friends. See our buddy Russ and Tony, what they did with the uh, website over there. They're at Happy... Is it Sad Happy Media or... Sad, sad Happy Media. Ha- sad Happy Media. Sad Happy. Uh, put together some great stuff. Now, we're going to be doing a game show later on in that, so make sure you check out their sites and the site that they built for us and look into it so you can read, uh, so you can win, sign Tom Morello and one of the all-time great... Albums. Battle no, Los
1: Angeles is Jesus Christ. It, Battle of Los
6: it, Angeles it, would it. turn you around where you thought we're taking it to the streets and we're going to do this.
1: Exactly. I'm like, yeah. I, I hear those riffs. I hear those lyrics. Everything
6: that happened in Libya, you thought was going to happen in here. You and Breitbart thought that the revolution was coming down.
1: Mm hmm. Me and him both, yeah. And then, you know, rage broke up. Yeah, no, that ended it. That ended the revolution. It
6: sucks. Jim, you're on Renefez.
1: Ronnie, what's up,
12: buddy? Hey. Why do you throw so down on Brett? You know, Brett wouldn't go to Europe. He would have done it the old fashioned way. He would have gone to his teammates, got their supply of bike in, popped them, and gone in and played.
6: This is my problem with Brett. I just don't want to hear about him every year. It's just the same story. There's so many other stories. I think we've had enough Brett Farf. We've done it enough.
1: Even, he was in this news before because he was giving, I think he gave Cam Newton fucking tips during the off season or whatever. It was crazy. Oh, Brett? Yeah, Brett. Well, yeah. it's working out because he's throwing touchdowns and interceptions.
6: He's doing Throw it, it the far way. <laughs> it's the far way. Farway is the only way, apparently. Uh, Rain Wilson tweeted his displeasure, actual displeasure with television itself, by saying, "Rain, the world of TV should be ashamed of itself that Steve Carell never won an Emmy." For Michael, Gary, Scott. Good night.
1: Really? I said good night, sir. Uh, Okay, but that was a crazy statement.
6: Um, He felt like his friend should have won the Emmy. Uh, Probably the least prestigious of all the awards. (laughs) The Emmy. I don't know, maybe Golden Globes. I'd I'd rather have a Golden Globe than an Emmy. I'd rather have a fucking Dundee than either one of them. (laughs) Uh, But the whole thing of... You didn't give me an Emmy. Now you suck. And even going into it, uh, Corral said, you know, it really would be a great top off to my run here. Come on. Uh, Sorry, dude. You didn't get it. Not going to happen. You didn't get it. But you can go home and cry in a solid gold bathtub
1: gigantic Scrooge McDuck fucking bank full of money he's got seriously he's got a diamond water pick oh my
6: why where little diamonds just come in and knock the food out of your teeth (laughs) Well, he don't even need that that's why he has it oh that's all the best things in life are the things that you don't need okay you don't need that's the beautiful things that's why I bought uh, a guy who is dressed in white and follows me around with an umbrella over my head I mean, you can't hold your own umbrella or I don't want to hold my umbrella. I could. Yeah. But the fact that I don't know do it is what makes me feel good about myself. Kind of
1: reminds you of like Buff Puff Daddy's butler.
6: That's exactly who I was talking about. You Teddy. Yes, the same guy. Holy shit. And not only that, but um he pours my crystal for me and my hose. And it's just what life is all about. you drink Cristal, though? Yeah, I do.
1: You're balling out.
6: And I bathe in it and <laughs> I wash my fucking rolls in it.
1: I mean, I think that's a little excessive because.
6: I think you're a little excessive because you take a lot of drugs and over gamble.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't think you can clean yourself with champagne.
6: And Zito has a hole in the back of his head where his hair should be. Yeah. So everybody's loose in here today <laughs> except for me and my butler.
1: And you're. Crystal baths.
6: When I ask Jeeves, I actually have a guy named Jeeves that I ask it, and he's he does a search, search, hurry up and search for it. Fuck, is he good? Haven't you ever blown a little money on something before, just for the pleasure of blowing money?
1: Oh yeah, of course. I fucking blow. I blow cash all the time. That's the
6: beauty of it. Yeah. Um. Let's go over to uh bartender. A uh, bartender. You're on my
12: Hey, Ronnie, what's up? Pepper Sticks, how's it going? Pepper Hicks. Oh, sorry we'll about that. What's with hey, um, Sticks? I got some Jay Moore news. Um, I got tickets for Pittsburgh show next week, and I got an email from uh, the Laugh Stub that Jay has canceled his shows there because he's got too much stuff going on. ABC show and an NBC show.
6: He's, he Hello is a I'm- regular on two separate tv shows as we speak right now
12: and they're probably going to replace them with like carrot Top or something so i'm kind of pissed but you one know, of them Virginia,
6: is called suburbia and then the other one is and i believe that goes on this week and it's about a girl in haiti solving crimes oh my god i call it girl mentalist i don't know what the actual name is so she uses her mind yeah she uses her mind to solve crimes it's weird. She uses something called algorithms and thought patterns. I have designed something up why I think both these shows are going to be gigantic hits. Why is that? Jay Moore. That's the connecting thing. Moore, Jay Moore. Everything Jay does becomes a monster hit because he has energy and creativity. And all he tries to do is, is say to people, let me share with you. Please. It was all in the unmasked a few people would have taken the fucking time to listen. Come on. What The fuck's your problem? Uh Alex, you're on the Ron Fez show.
12: Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, did you guys see the in last night's game, uh, the backwards pass that was a fumble recovery for a touchdown? At the end of the play, I can't remember who scored who picked it up and scored. I but did. But as soon as he runs into the end zone, he throws the ball right at a reporter, and it hits him right in the face, bounces off the, hit the guy's face, and hits a cameraman in the head.
6: Now, did he do it on purpose to, like, try to hurt that person, or...
12: Watch.
13: Watch it. Right I'm watching, watching it right now.
6: I'm watching the video as we speak. He passes. Say, <laughs> I don't know whether he was... You know, throwing it at the wall. Well, I don't think he was trying to hit a guy in the I face. He's just juiced. <laughs> up. It's not that. Yeah, he's just all juiced. The
12: guy, the guy didn't run out of nowhere.
6: I know, but none of those people were even supposed to be in the end zone. I like to call that a player's only. Oh, well, I think you know, maybe he was trying to throw it into the camera, like do something cool for the TV audience. I've been caught uh, standing on the sidelines of pro games when I didn't have fucking t- uh, passes. Did
1: they kick you out? Or they
6: come over and go, what are you doing here? And I go like this, I'm watching a game. Yeah. For who? I go, I'm fucking... Right now, plays and shit. It's all good. Don't even worry about <laughs> it. But it's the worst possible place to watch a football game from. And it's like watching a stampede take place. You can't the see amount shit. Of, yeah, you can't see shit. And all you see is dirt and grass in the air. Fuck. That n- the TV never picks up. There's this grass being thrown constantly.
1: So are you just watching on the fucking screen,
6: basically? You just no, I mean, you're just staring at You're just fucking watching and going, I hope if they come too close. I got to remember to run backwards. <laughs> Don't you cry tonight. It is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, Tuesday, Blues Day. Your band, Neutral Milk Hotel. Um, Peppy Sticks. Love them. Love them. This new weird thing, though, them covering fucking songs from the
1: 1930s or some shit. What is this all about? It's, uh... Well... He, they're re, they've basically reformed Jeff Mangum I, before we do that because not everyone knows this band right Uh, no it's, it's, a, it's a fucking hipster fucking darling band I
6: know them because I have some people near and dear to me that play them constantly nice uh, but why don't you play just some of your favorite songs by this band just one song okay King and Carrot Flowers and this is going to win over people
1: it should. It's an amazing... It's the first track of the, off their, their main album, In the Airplane Over the Sea.
6: When you sit and listen to the song, there'll be a tear in your eye, right? A little bit, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Is it more beautiful than life itself? Sure, yeah. Do you sometimes feel like that kid videotaping a bag blowing around
1: in American Beauty? Mm-hmm. This is the most beautiful thing in the world. All, All right, so it. let's... This is their main song. In the airplane, uh, Yeah. Came of Carrot Flowers. I'm sorry.
6: If you go into uh, Brooklyn, there's adorable young ladies playing acoustic guitars with braids on, singing the song uh, almost constantly. You love the band. Yeah, the band never really did any real follow-up.
1: Oh no, nothing. They they basically the story is the lead singer, the guy who did, wrote all the songs, went nuts, and then never did anything else after this album. And this album is on every every list of you know best albums in the nineties.
6: All right, so. uh... Now he's recording again. Yeah. But this is vinyl only. Yeah. And these are not his
1: songs. Uh no, it's it looks like he's grabbed some stuff from the 20s basically. Why? He's a strange strange man and you don't know what direction he's going to go in. I mean, basically he wrote that that album, the song we just played off of because he read Anne Frank's diary and then wrote an album about it. And uh, that's where that actually came from. All he right. kind of lost his mind, did that, hanging out in Atlanta, Georgia. Very, all very, very odd. He's an odd, odd man.
6: All right, let's 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 listen to some of the cover stuff that he's doing. Okay,
1: here we go. Here
5: we go.
3: And if you broke your neck,
5: you going to hell. and then you bend And then you dance And then you bend dance he
6: Perfect for a Woody Allen film. I don't know how it's going to... Grab the Neutral Tel Hotel uh, audience, though.
1: I think he's pulling kind of like a Jack White here, where he'll go in different directions, but he's just going in a, and producing stuff. Can he go in a real different direction, though.
6: First of all, can we call that what it actually is? It's not a Jack White, it's a David Bowie. Kay. The guy invented fucking flipping the script. <laughs> uh, now, I was in a uh, conversation yesterday with a radio programmer. I'm going to leave him nameless right now. Okay, But let's say he does very, very well with the new music, the indie music. Oh. And he said, with indie bands, you get two and a half albums out of them <laughs> of really creative, cool stuff. Before, as he said it, the bros get into their music. And almost from his point of view, the audience
1: itself will destroy it. Wow. By becoming more popular. Okay, I see. I think I know. I'll, that's a great example. of That probably is management. Mgmt. Yes, I think that is the of the most recent of indie bands that blew up. That probably way too big, and that thing just went nuts. So, Everyone was getting into them. I think for their for the about second album. Now here's what could really help you:
6: is if your band doesn't get popular, you will be forced to do uh, terrific work for a while. And then break up, and everyone will leave you alone.
1: Yeah, Pixies, pretty much.
6: Pixies are a perfect uh, example of that uh, I would say replacements are an example. Velvet Underground. Yeah, they were never, to go back even further.
1: They never sold anything, right? I no, mean, yeah, no,
6: but not even each, not even their parents. Their parents <laughs> bought the albums and returned it. Ouch! But it's become interesting to me: is can an audience? destroy the creative process because they come to, he blames the bros okay now bros i think we're looking at what i would call long island if they start to sell to long island
7: mm-hmm.
1: like your frat boys too
6: frat boys graduated frat boys are bros
1: yeah yeah they're out of their frats they're yeah. now in the, in the big world some sort of And then
6: that also stuff makes stuff. me wonder does it happen to everyone? Does it happen to
1: actors, movie directors? Does it happen to writers as well? I I mean maybe like a band like a Dave Matthews band that they built their whole fucking thing on the bros and they've still they I think they have a fan base that loves them forever. But
6: yeah, but that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about critically, All right. you know, what I mean they yeah. may even sell more. He used Coldplay oh. as a thing Uh, Now that Coldplay is trying to uh, service that bro audience. Okay. That fucking haircut, nut-dragging audience. Will that fuck them up?
1: Uh, Yeah. I think uh, that's a decent point because they want to sell records. Uh, Freak Dog, you're on Running Fez.
13: That first fucking Kings of Leon album is one of the best albums of uh, the aughts. I guess. That is such a kick in the ass. It was such a reinvention, a reinfusion of Southern Rock. The bros got a hold of them, and they have totally shit the bed to the point where they're fucking breaking up in rehab now. Freak bros destroyed this, that band.
6: This unnamed um, program director agrees with you 100%. He used Kings of Leon as an example wow. of a bro
1: band. It, that, when they when they that started was destroyed, fucking getting a lot of radio play. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like the first album too. I thought this is fucking pretty good. It didn't sell anything like the, uh, the later albums. It's kind of like almost like fucking contemporary. So
6: it almost makes you like, why would you want to join anyone's street team uh, when the best thing is going to happen before <laughs> they get <laughs> the mainstream? Miss uh, thanks, uh, Dan. Dan, you're on the running face show
9: hey Ronnie b yeah um sometimes what happens with indie bands is once they get that popularity that mainstream popularity they uh try and go the opposite direction and for like their second album will just go completely fucking weird and uh and lose everybody because they don't like that uh they don't like that they went mainstream I think that happened with uh, management
7: um
6: so the important thing is that the bros don't Find out behind you. Now, Mark Zito, you're a junior bro, a bro in training, a bro pet. Yeah. Does this even statement by this programmer annoy you, or do you see some fairness in this?
8: No, I think there's actually a lot of fairness, because I don't even necessarily do it to the extent that... Some of my peers might, in the sense that there's a certain, like, even people I know, like, once they start loving a particular band, I'm just like, oh, this is bad. This is, like, because as you said, I'm only a junior, bro. Mm-hmm. I know it's really on its way to,
6: to falling off. And what band got ruined for you? Um, pretty, because your friends started liking them.
8: Not necessarily friends, but just a lot of... Coldplay and Kings of Leon are great examples. Obviously, you have the, like, the Dave Matthews band fans, stuff like that, that sometimes they can be douchebags. Um... Do, do not bring up a photo of John Mayer. That's very uncool. John Mayer uh, is a real artist. Chris. Could have been one of the great guitar players of all time. Still is. Maybe will be of all time. Still.
6: People is don't generation. know it, though, because of who he dates. How suddenly his dating and comedy life became more important.
8: fucking shop jock
1: interviews.
6: <laughs> he's done with that. He's done with that. Have you see him lately? He's, he's working with Stills and Nash. He's no, good. quite frankly, I haven't seen him lately. I'm which, glad to say that. Which is the plan. Yeah. God. Um
8: terrible vocal problem it just came out the other day it's probably
1: mono
6: now i wonder does that work uh about everything in life are the bros the problems because i'm going to ask you this if you had to had, take a road trip bros or rednecks who would you want a road trip with
1: oh give me the rednecks
6: i think rednecks party. in a heartbeat too they seem a lot more fun. They're more fun and they're more real. They, they give less of a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's it, a, there's a realism there that you're not getting in what I'm now going to call a Broville.
8: I could go right. bros. I think you'd stay in nicer places.
6: Into and, and like. Um out. That's the problem. You're going to stay in more plastic places. There's no doubt about it. But the reality of the moment doesn't take place. But I, I, you know, I thought it was a little far to act like they actually destroy. Um, all right, how like locust, if they're drawn to something in their masked
1: fucking thing, do they destroy? I think I bring up maybe like Todd Marshall movies where the, he had old school and then stuff kind of went Todd Phillips, excuse me, not Todd Marshall. Todd Marshall's. You were fish. thinking of Marshall Dillon. <laughs> I think old school was the peak. And then afterwards, like the hangover was nowhere. I mean in the You think the hangover
6: think the hango- you're one of those people. See, here's the weird thing because then First, the hipsters will attack the mainstream <laughs> thing. Like, Zach Galifianakis was beloved for many, oh, many yeah, years. I love but the, when the hipsters start to turn on it, but then it seems like right after that, the bros will then make the turn, too. They are the secondary, this is cool uh, group out there. Well, are we behind. confusing,
8: or, or is this program director confusing bros with kind of the mainstream, or are bros now the
6: mainstream? Bros are the mainstream. Bros are the ridiculous mainstream, like the people who watch uh, Jersey Shore without the slightest sense of irony, who high-five each other when, you know, she's they bring, fuck fo- yeah, that? when they, and, and start to fucking go, it was so fucking great. Oh my God, I love Snooki, I want to be like her. Um, here is, um, Mike, Mike in Boston, you're running for us.
9: Hey, Ronnie, are these bands supposed to tell radio stations not to play their music? I mean, you really can't blame the band. Kings of Leon's been around
12: forever, but all of a sudden people notice them. Is that, the, is that Kings of Leon's fault? I and mean, you really
3: can't make that. No,
6: I, I get that completely, but the point is, uh, his, the point that he was making, is that mainstream success the beginning of the end of creativity? Because then, when, when the record companies go back and say, now, you've got this audience please them. And I think that's where Higgs was going with the Todd Phillips is that you may not get anything new just like and by the way I haven't seen it so I'm just going to throw in the criticism that's out there but the fact that the second hangover was almost a beat by beat play.
8: Yeah. Without a doubt.
6: Um and you know like your movie is ruined when the bros start to quote it a lot
1: you're like please stay away from that uh Chappelle's show in the second season when it fucking really blow up and everyone was screaming i'm rich bitch mark is going to agree with you go ahead mark
12: <laughs> yeah that was my same point is uh the bros got a hold of chapelle show he was an awesome comic a little underground i mean his san francisco special was just one of the greats and
13: then all of a sudden he blows up uh pretty much ruined Chappelle's career he's I don't
6: know if it was ruined because he decided to take the fucking reins. I mean, I don't know of too many people besides Chappelle who have ever uh, walked away from a pile of money. Um, But he did it. Short list. And he did it because he did not like suddenly being the guy who was supposed to come up with catchphrases. Some things seem to be able to survive it, though. Like, I've never had more people,
8: quote, curb to me than this year and things like south park and i don't feel like that's in danger of you know falling off in the same way you worry about bands
6: uh... let's go over here to chris chris you're on a
13: i think the key is bro's equal uh... the famed eyeballs and that equals money and then you know a studio be it music or film they say well let's get our top producer on it the quote-unquote top producer and a producer music or film is the same kind of filter so you're going to get the same sort of sound and the same sort of look. Like, whoever produced the first King of Leon album, they didn't make the bump to the subsequent albums. They got some generic asshole that's going to make them, like, the American U2, which I guess is more money for the record company. See, but.
6: that's what... Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with that, that suddenly everybody becomes interested in what they're doing, you know? And when the suits get interested in what you're doing, it's never a help. No. It would be help, like hey, let's just take whatever you're doing and we'll get behind you and give you the money to do what you want. But instead, they're going, this is so great, you got a couple sharp edges and let's make sure we take care of them and round them off a little bit. Um, Ryan, you're on the Run a Fez show.
2: Hey, Ron, Pepe. Uh,
13: Sugar Ray, if you've ever heard their like first early stuff, like Mean Machine, they were hard as hell. Then you fast forward like maybe five, ten years later and they got soft, mainstreamy, bubblegum pop.
6: They uh, started to write songs that sounded like their first hit. Their first, probably, accidental hit that they had. After that, they're like, all right, now we need the I Just Want to Fly song. Constantly. Uh, Yeah, where do we got the I Just Want to (laughs) Fly?
1: Come on, just vaguely. Just have a piece of it in there.
6: Um, Here is uh, Ray. Ray in Jersey, you're on the Run-A-Face show. Hey, how's it
9: going, guys? Uh, I just wanted to say... uh, it's not always the fault of the bros or the record execs that are getting in the way of the bands. I think a lot of times these indie bands, they can only last two and a half albums. They only have that much technical and creative potential. Like, take M- MGMT, for
4: instance. I mean, they're not
9: a very good live band. And I really doubt that after two and a half albums, or three albums or so, I doubt that they would have much steam left. Uh
6: It is the... It, it, it's an interesting point, you know, but it also have to become this as soon as you get something to lose, all right, as soon as you get the big house to pay for. Yeah. Uh, and you don't want to lose that big house. And you certainly don't want to lose the new wife no. who honestly only likes you for the success and not all the other stuff. Giant house. You're like, well, how do I keep this stuff? Not how do I start and do some
1: really great, fucking cool work? I don't want to break these trails or anything. I just want to. Keep the status quo or whatever, keep it. Yeah, keep, keep I mean, I just
6: want to keep my shit. <laughs> I want to keep my shit, which is why if you have a band uh, that never really breaks through, it seems like they're still trying to do that breakthrough thing. Like they're still trying to turn the fucking angle and turn the corner on it. And then the second they do turn the corner, maybe it's self satisfied. Or maybe it's like, hey, I finally found that thing that I'm looking for, so I'm going to stop with it. banging my head against the wall. Um, but it is strange. It is absolutely strange that you can see a band go on for a long time as long as they don't have a lot of massive success. Yeah, They'll do a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, Charles, you're on the Fez show.
9: Well, what about ministry? They kind of did it backwards. They were all popping in the eighties, I think
6: it was, and then and then it just got crazy in the nineties. Well, there are bands uh, that will say we did what we wanted to do, and now fuck it. Uh, oddly enough, uh, and a lot of people probably disagree with this, but Pearl Jam decided to go from a massive, gigantic, gigantic band to the world's largest cult band. And just play to their crowd. Now I don't even know if that's a good idea, though, because now you're going back and playing for what is a, basically the inside people.
1: Yeah, the hardcore you're you're fucking taking a big chance that they're going to follow you. I mean, they're basically doing what the Dead and Fish fucking did, which is just have a. I mean, because they just were, became just a live band, really. They mean they released albums, but they were fucking touring a lot, right? And they did, and they released all their live shows online. The same kind of... Who are we talking about? Pearl now? Jam. and okay. then Which also those... Which P- Fish did, too. Totally different music. Right. But of um, the same...
6: Pearl Jam I still haven't figured out. Like, if they were doing the right thing or the wrong thing, to be totally honest. <laughs> because I can't say that... You know, at the same time, I don't know how many new songs have ever grabbed me the way... You know, some fuck of that yeah. early shit was fucking... Jeremy's shit. you're know, like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> this is awesome.
6: Um... Let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on my
9: hey, hey, listen, I think this is uh, common with a lot of bands because you've got them going for five or seven years, building up their talent and their music. Then they got all this music to do one or two albums, and then after that, you see a lot of bands fall off because they've only got a year to do the next That's when they start to fall off, and then it takes maybe a couple bad albums before they realize you know what, we got to get back to our roots, and and Pearl Jam is a great example of that, I
6: think. Um, You know, I don't know, because sometimes people can take years, do stuff the way they want to, uh, come back and do it. Um, It is weird when you see how rushed the early guys in the 60s were. I mean, when you find out that, I don't know, uh, let's say the Doors, everything you ever had heard by them, was pretty much done in a four-year period that's crazy at least produced it might have yeah. been written before that mm-hmm. but it was all done but like between you know 66 on um i think the first album came out in 67 they had put out what five albums in three years something ridiculous like that
1: yeah they fucking banged them out
6: um here's uh Perry, prairie are on run
9: fest yeah, Ron. I wanted to get your opinion on what you think about uh, REM because their first several uh, three or four albums were really low key as far as hitting mainstream, and not till they came out with uh, Losing My Religion did it really hit big mainstream. But they've kind of kept along and kind of you know rode the ways up and down. And uh,
6: well, you know, REM uh, was that beginning of college rock. Uh, oh yeah I
9: lived in Athens uh, and loved it I I got to see them back in the early days and got to live that whole Athens scene but you
6: know after a while they start trying to write hit songs like they didn't for a long time
9: yeah they had to because they signed that big contract with Warner Brothers
6: yeah Uh, but yeah so if it's for me and I'm going back to the REM songs I really like it's the early stuff
9: oh absolutely Um, absolutely
6: uh, right, man right, peace Kevin you're on the Fest Show
9: Hey, yeah, hey, uh, you know, being like Tool, I mean, Maynard, uh-huh. I mean, he's a great musician, and he has three bands. But all that dude really wants to do now is fucking make wine. Yeah. I mean, he's more interested in making wine in Arizona than he is putting
1: yeah. out a new. Tool did they out. do a documentary on him? That documentary that I heard was good. That yeah, I loved. saw
6: the trailer, and then never saw the fucking doc. I'm pissed about it.
9: It's really good wine.
6: <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it because <laughs> Later, I buddy. can't even have a taste. Can't even have a taste. Uh, let's go over here to Larry. Larry in Florida, you're on Hey,
9: Ronnie. I know it's kind of not you guys' deal, but, you know, that's why a lot of these hardcore bands like Meshuggah and uh, Dillinger Escape Plan, you know, those guys, they've never changed, and they're, they've still got a huge following all over the planet.
6: Well, here's the deal for me. Like, if you look over at the sad, happy media guys. Yeah. It seems like now that they're in their early years, it's all really cool.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: But suddenly one of them's moving to Portland, being part of that whole scene. Oh, that's gonna... What happened to North Dakota Fresh?
1: Come on, N.D. That's what they fucking Russ started. Russ and
6: Tony have got to be shoulder to shoulder, not going into this. Well, we also, this is easier for us to work off each of our laptops.
1: Yeah, no. Uh,
6: there's a link up over on uh, 202 Friends right now new website they build up took care of a lot of the rbi stuff it looks just great uh do you get the new stuff for me to do anyway
1: uh, how many am i adding you're adding a good amount you won't give me specifics anymore you I've, changed <laughs> eight i believe i have eight to do give me the names okay let me pull up the email it's coming uh
6: kevin has an interesting point here hey kevin
9: Hey, buddies. Yeah, it yeah. seems like, especially with rock bands, you know, they start out, you know, the angst filled rock and they make it a little bit and they get rich and comfortable and they're not pissed off at the world anymore. So, like, try to write hit songs to keep the thing going.
6: Yeah, I think there's some of that. I think there's some amount of buying in, you know? And then, uh,. You know, when your audience starts to also be like, uh yeah, we like Fox News and you guys. You know what I mean? Like there's no fucking band that ever starts being like, Hey, we like Fox News and you
1: No, that's fucking weird. Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Mm -hmm. and Noah Hunt. Peter Hook, Bill Bailey, Duval, the new the newest Tom Morello interview, Kevin Hart, Stephen Levy, and Steve Maison.
6: And then aren't there other ones that you haven't sent over and to me yet?
1: And I got Jeff Bridges about to go over there. And uh, yeah, I got a couple others. What are it. the couple others? <laughs> I got them through my records upstairs. Well, I don't
6: understand. A lot of interviews. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go over and ask Zitz. Zitz, is there some reason he won't tell me to my face? Like there's no, no, a no, weirdness. No. It's like now even when he lines up these screenings for me, I never get the time that they start. So I'm like, all right, do I go right after work or is it 9 o'clock at I night?
1: Know, I know, I noticed that.
6: But I know there's got to be some kind of like a funny trick that no, you're playing.
8: No, I don't like to play tricks.
1: you got to check his records.
6: Uh, just a group of people walking by and looking like they'd be very, very excited. No, stay out of it. Stay out of it. They don't look like that type. Mm. They look like they'd be like, wait, hey, how come we haven't normally when is they the, when is they the radio shark really the radio squid that's what I'm wondering about I don't think so shark squid who are
11: you no radio squid oh jeez. hey Ron Pepper Hi. hey Fezzy what does cum taste like
6: you've been very quiet here for a while Fez was it the glasses that knocked you off track Um,
10: That was part of it, yes. I was off track to begin with, though.
6: It's a good, honest answer. And I'll tell you this one thing that we'll always get from Fez is a straight ahead answer. Straight up. So, I mean, he could have easily put the full blame on Zeitz, had a storyline there, refuses to. And I think that's a sign of character. And that's character that you don't have, Zitz.
8: I do feel like the full blame is on me, though, because I feel like this was the straw that broke the camel's back. So, yeah, there was other stuff there, but
6: this was... There was was rain, there was the subway, it was forgetting the sevens. But
8: this was what did it, and now I feel like it's all my fault. I mean, now look, a a bigger man might just say, hey, you can have your glasses
6: back. Look who's battling for storyline.
8: But I would just... I just want the hat still. Or maybe a breakfast occasionally. Just occasionally. Oh,
10: oh you'll never get a breakfast. He never got a breakfast. No respect. Okay. Uh, Frank, you're on Renfus.
9: Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, just to just add to the point. What about, like, the band Green Day? When they first come out, they were pretty obscure,
12: really. Nobody listened to them. And now they're doing Broadway, you know, plays and stuff. So, I mean...
11: Yeah, I think they just sell you know, they're selling out too. Everybody's
13: there for the money. But you know,
6: but the thing is they're selling out when it's they've already got the money. So oh, I'm yeah. not going to actually say They've been popular for twenty fucking that, years now. Um, that Green Day needs any more money. No. <laughs> I honestly think that they thought that this would make a nice Broadway play. I really believe that.
1: It's, that's crazy. But, yeah, Billy Joe just, yeah, he thought, this is going to be my vision, and this, I, this is what I want to make.
6: And really, no one showed up unless Billy Joe was there, and then the fucking place filled up. Yeah. But the old ladies who go to Broadway weren't interested. <laughs> no. Uh, Archie in Tennessee.
9: What's up, Ron? Hey, Pecker. Hey, Fez, it seems like you're happy, or more happy, when you're talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneers football or sports. Is, that, is it me, or just am I wrong?
10: Well, I uh, you know I love my Buccaneers. That's for sure. You didn't the other day. Well, not that first half. I didn't care for it. You said they stink. They and they did. They were and I but was t- living and dying with them like the true fan that I am. But
6: let's suppose when you use a word like love, that's the way a person would feel about a family member, correct? Uh huh. If you had a child and your child's little team was getting beat, would you say he stinks?
10: No, I wouldn't tell him he stinks. So
6: I don't know whether the word love means the same thing. I hate the fact that we say, I love the Buccaneers, because that's the same word Hicks talks about when he says he loves his young lady friend. That's right. love her very much. Now, have you ever been in a thing where you say she stinks? No. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do you think when Fez falls in love? Yeah. And that person does something wrong. Fez is going to say he stinks.
1: I think that you'll turn on them.
6: Do you think the cat that he loves sometimes gets in big screaming trouble?
7: Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> yeah. See how I'm turning turn this back to Fez's kind of odd little things to pull him back into this, get it out of the big picture, back into the small picture.
8: I worry about him in a relationship because he he's too quick to write people off sometimes. Sure, please. Do you think he writes you off? Uh, I do. I mean, I probably gave him good reason by stealing from him. But again, the There's game a is the lot game. Of
6: people Fez refuses to write off. Uh, Row from Long Island.
10: Who? Mikey D. That was a disaster to begin with.
6: But see this? No, you were friends with him for years.
10: Yeah, but I and I kept trying, and it just it doesn't work out. I'll let you run with it, then. I I, may, I made up several times with him, and that just doesn't work out. And yes, the cat does catch hell sometimes. you hit it? No, I do not hit the cat. You squirt it? Yes, I squirt it with water.
6: It's and what did your dad do? What was the most humiliating experience with you and your dad?
10: Uh, when I got uh, squirted with water. Uh, you thought of that as abuse, correct? Yeah, I thought it was just humiliating.
6: Do you feel like you're trying to humiliate that cat?
10: No, I feel like I'm trying to keep the cat off of the kitchen counters.
1: Well, well I bet that house is something else. It's crazy. It's like a cat hoarder house, but there's only one cat. <laughs> uh, Bruce
6: in La La Land! Bruce!
9: It's not uh, La La Land. It's Louisiana. but anyway, I call that La La Land. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Uh, isn't it... Uh they stink and we won. That's not really living and dying with your team. You know, you would think it would be boy. We stink and we won. Not they stink. They suck.
6: See, and- that's that's why that's what my debate was with Fez when I played the role of his dad the other day. Because you caught me after the games now.
10: Uh huh. yeah,
6: And I said, but Fez, you texted me earlier that they stink, and now you're we did it. So he, to live and die with the team, is you rise and fall yeah. with them. But Fez, as they start to fall, cuts the loose, <laughs> cuts that fucking line loose, yeah. and as these start to, to rise, he arm. grabs onto their shoelaces, pulling himself in the air.
10: Yeah, I get very upset when, uh, when, um, when it looks like they're going to lose the game. Right.
6: What do you do? You cut yourself from them.
10: No, if I cut myself from them, I would have left. I wouldn't have kept watching the game. Did you watch all the games last year?
6: No, I did not. And why? You didn't think they were going to have a good what?
10: I didn't think they were going to have a good season. And then when they got good, were you back? Oh, I was totally watching, yes. Okay, so (laughs) you're
6: kind of making
10: the same points here. But that's living and dying with something. On, Josh Freeman. No, living and dying is like if you sat through every shitty, terrible
6: game. See, this is what happens with the Florida teams. Uh, and even Jacksonville is in that. If they don't win, the people don't show up. Uh, the fact that there's baseball in Miami is fucking ridiculous. They don't deserve a team. They don't want a team. If the team wins the World Series, they can sell out the World Series. The rest of the time, they're fucked.
8: Even the Miami Heat—they have like the coolest basketball team or the most star power in the league—and and people showing up in the second quarter.
6: Jesus! People have got to do bumps before they get to the game. You don't understand. Oh, okay. You're doing bumps. You're fucking runaways. You're very, very busy in Florida. Florida's not a state like a regular state is. Uh, Brad, you're on Fez.
13: Hey, buddies. How are you?
12: Um, Ronnie, I was listening to your conversation about the musicians, and I think a lot of it is that musicians, when they're unknown, are, 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 dry, are driven off that angst, that pain, like some, like some bitches ripped your heart out. And they, they go and they write that music, and it, it, it strikes a chord with everyone. And we end up you know, buying those albums, and then they get happy and they get money, much like Anthony. You know, Anthony, he lives out in a nice place in Long Island. And then it just becomes mellow again. And it takes more pain. Well, I vehicle. don't
6: know. If you watch Anthony's Live from the Compound, he's still throwing haymakers. <laughs> he's actually, seriously, he's doing something in a creative way totally different than the way he started and what he set out to do. And I I watch Live from the Compound. Yeah. He changed it up. Um, look at this, Hicks. This is uh, original artwork inspired by us having Tom Morello uh, on the show. This young listener rocked this. It's one of a kind artwork, and that's Mr. Morello. Uh, We're giving away the Tom Morello.
1: Uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Your favorite album of all time, Hicks? Oh, uh, amazing! It's fuck. It's Rage's uh, first album, and it's signed by the guy who wrote the music for it. It can't get any bigger than that. It's gigantic.
6: Um, Jeffrey Gray writes, "Selling out or trying to expand your brand." The fucking second that an an artist talks about expanding their brand, I'm fucking out. Seriously.
1: I am fucking done with that kind of talk. Well, the Chris Stanley brand needs to be drinking more. (laughs) That sounds insane. Now, it
6: doesn't... Like, you can look at our buddy Eastside Dave. He's making crazy videos. He's doing crazy podcasts. I don't see that as expanding his brand that's throwing as much creativity as as he can against the wall. I love that kind of shit. What I despise is when people do it to expand their brand... Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. I love. Um, Now, here's the other thing about Fez. And I'm not judging you, Fezzy. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to bring you back into the show. Right? Yes. I want you in here today. I know. I want you in the huddle. I don't want to see you, a guy I consider an all-pro, sitting on the bench happily watching the game go by. If I looked over and you're like, where can I jump back in? But well, I got to pull you back in. Now the thing about your statement is, they stink is not the same as my guys are playing like shit, which your coach would say. But they stink is again
10: uh, pushing yourself away. Yeah, are separating yourself. Away. Oh, I think yeah. it's the exact same thing. You're saying they're playing shitty. No,
6: that's a lot different than they stink. They're playing shitty is what they are doing, is 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 uh, is performing bad. It doesn't mean that they're bad. They stink means these fucking guys stink.
10: Yeah, but, no, but they're, they're being bad in this moment. I
6: disagree. If I said every time that you had a bad show, you stink, that would mean I don't fucking believe in you if I would say your work stinks that would be a different thing that's not you there's a big difference between criticizing the work and criticizing the person criticizing the action and criticizing the person like if I said to Chris Stanley your relationship is a lie bullshit the fuck are you talking about or if I said you have a great relationship but you're shit oh he'd be able to live with that and embrace it and agree with it.
1: I am kind of shitty.
6: Because every performer has bad shows. But it doesn't mean that they stink. Mm -mm. Black Spartacus Heart Attack Machine. What's that gentleman's name who drew that up? That is David. David. Is there a link up on 202 Friends of the new site and all that? should be, yeah. I don't know what happens there. I went over to click it, but it wasn't even blue, like in link form. Oh, not linky? It wasn't link. When I like the link, I'm talking Philadelphia style. Okay. Got to throw the HTTP on there. Uh, James, you're on the Run Face Show.
9: Hey, buddies. Uh, going to the, uh, Pearl Jam movie tonight. It premieres tonight in, uh, special locations. And, uh, I think the thing about Pearl Jam is that they're the only American band that actually stick together, all the original members, so there's something, you know, there's a little... I
6: have another little band for you, they're called the Osmond Brothers. Look them up. Wow, uh, crazy horses. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's a crazy fucking song.
6: What's in your... I want you to take the control, Fezzy. Take the stick and run the fucking table on us. Run the table. Um
10: one and a half times around that thing run the fucking table. let's see what I can do um let me think here not in the no. mood for it um, no just trying to think of something well why what? don't we break We'll break and when we get back
6: it will s- look you're just sitting there with his glasses on and you know it looks studious first of all, you know it's bad for your eyes. I'm trying to focus
8: and adapt them since, since he doesn't want them back I'm just keeping them now And I'm going to wear them I Well you saw. should
10: Because it really downplays The size of the nose and the ears Oh Jesus
6: Christ mm-hmm. Got physical with it I'm going to make sure really The size of that them all check the time. Is pretty
8: fucking big Huh? I'm going to make sure The size of that check On Friday is pretty big So You're not a
6: big drinker are you?
8: No, but maybe the guy next to me will be. Or, or another table. Or maybe I'll just send some drinks places. I don't know how I'll be feeling at this dinner. Believe me, he's You'll already... You'll be feeling
10: left out because you're not going.
6: We've already got Hicks and Dave there. Any damage will be done yeah. by those three drinks at a time offering,
1: ordering assholes. Well, you know, I'd like have options open at all times <laughs> and not have to wait for a waiter. What do you normally order? A beer? I like a beer and a Jim Beamer maker's mark on the rocks and a water What's with the water? You fucking... Don't know. Maybe because we're... About stay
10: fucking, hydrated. Yeah, what do you, in the hydrated. desert? <laughs> Don't forget to order the brandy this time at the end of the meal
1: and then leave it. I drank almost all of that, Hennessy.
6: So we're going back to Little Italy, huh? Back to our roots. <laughs> our smokeless roots now. Fuck. I took that place from being a fucking... The greatest place in the world to just another fucking day at the races. Mm. And all this time, we didn't get another thought, huh? I mean, it's been, like, literally months that we were looking into Constantly it. Re- Sometimes I wonder if I'm gullible.
10: I didn't have a- any good ideas.
6: After a while, I'm seriously, I think that I'm gullible. No. No. Um, break. Back. Run a fist.
4: Three, four.
2: You'll see a am Italian, S.U.M.O. I'm in the mob But I'm making honest living in a respectable job I don't carry a gun in double breasted suits I don't run a casino, I don't pin prostitutes I'm singing the Mafia Blues Yeah, the Mafia Blues I'm sick of being accused I'm singing the mafia blues Nobody bothers me, they leave me alone Don't wanna give me no reason to pick up the phone But I won't lock you in a trunk or give you some in shoes I won't even make an offer that you can't refuse I'm singing the mafia blues. Yeah, the mafia blues. Man, it's the same old news. I'm singing the mafia blues. Well I can only hope, yeah, and I can only wish people wouldn't be afraid I'd make go sleep with the fish. But all this is nonsense. It offends me, and it's foul, and it's all because my last name happens to end with the vowel. Yeah, and it was my intent To show I'm a normal person Of Italian descent Now they know I'm not a wise guy Still they drive me berserk When they ask me if I know someone Who'll do a piece of work Can't take these mafia blues Can't shake these mafia blues I wish I could lose Just could lose these my blue blues All right
7: Three,
13: Woo. Ron Bennington fez wally Ron and fez on the virus.
0: Say, so you're a freshman, right?
7: Yeah.
8: So tell me, man, how's this year's crop of freshman chicks look? Would
4: you get end up in jail sometime so, I know that. No, man, yeah. no, not Yeah. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. Everything making me wrong, but I don't want to think taking the fun out of everything. I don't want to think at all. There's no other way, there's no
6: Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bob, you're on the Ron and Fez Show.
12: Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, the reason I was calling in is uh, I wanted to talk to Fez for a
9: second. Uh, My dad died last year just about the same time that uh, Fez's dad passed away. And my mom was yesterday just diagnosed with a brain tumor and is going to have emergency surgery in about two hours. And I'm just calling to tell him, enjoy the time you got because you never know when things are going to change.
6: Well, the sad truth is none of that stuff works on Fez. Um, Whether it has to do with your dad, your mom, you, nothing that happens outside of his skin uh, matters to Fez for even a second. And we all either get used to that or we don't get used to it. But uh, what's happening outside of that doesn't matter. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez Show. We're here every day to 3 o'clock. Hold on, this just came in from the president. Oh, shit. Lindbergh has landed. Lindbergh, ladies and gentlemen, has landed.
1: Finally!
6: That means free beats for the rest of the day. Um, Too beady. Apparently, Lindbergh uh, flew all the way across the Atlantic, took some six and a half days, and he actually saw a ship beat him that
1: left New York Harbor didn't mean, have all that gas
6: isn't it really funny that Lindbergh's name is still known when everyone flies across the Atlantic now like it's no big deal little kids do it grandmothers he's the, he's the man oh, come on I don't know I think there's a couple of things like uh, with Lindbergh there should be an asterisk that just says and then again who hasn't <laughs> and um, he probably at the end of his life was just like oh fuck I don't know why I acted like it was such a big deal Now everybody's doing it. Looking back. Looking back, it just means shit. I thought they were going to stay prop planes forever. Yeah, I'm sure they never saw the jet (laughs) coming. Yeah, come on. And the first guy who had to take off without props was like, wait, you don't understand. The props keep set up in the air. Well, Neil Armstrong can rest assured that we're not going back and forth to the moon like they lied to us in 2001.
1: Yeah, I was a load of shit. Kubrick was way off, and the guy who wrote the book, I guess, would be more. Who was the guy
6: who wrote the book? Why don't you look it up? Fuck. One of the most famous I names.
1: Uh,
8: Scott.
6: Scott. Fuck. Well, no, what was it? What you tell me? Is I want Scott. What? I'm
1: thinking Andrew Paper? Scott. Is the, the, the <laughs> name that keeps popping in my head? I uh... Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Yeah. And what else did Andrew Scott write? I mean, uh... not. I mean, 2010. I think that was a that was a sequel or 2000. Uh. Go look it up. And wait till you see what a household name that you have to look for. A
6: household name.
1: Oh, Arthur C. Clarke.
6: Andrew Scott in the ballpark. Do yourself a favor. Look up Andrew Scott now and see who that is. Okay. Because it's not even like you confused him with another writer. There just was
1: no Andrew Scott. There's an actor and he has a Wikipedia page. What's he done? Okay, um... Born in 76. 76.
6: So that's how you confused it. Then he wrote this book that came out before he was born. And then the film of the book came out before he was born.
1: Hey, he received a 2005 Lawrence Olivier Award for Outstanding Achievement in Affiliate Theater. Affiliate Theater? Yeah, it sounds crazy. The fuck is that? Uh, he's, He's a Brit. Well, I'm working for Affiliate Theater now, Mother. He played Paul McCartney In the BBC television drama Of Lennon Naked I know that Because I played Ringo Starr In the same thing What Holy shit I gotta check out your IMDB I only
6: had one line Okay what was it
1: Where's me drums It's good
6: Do you have other lines That get cut No But I did the same line Eight different times In the film Where's me drums
1: Wow oh That's own.
6: really all the, the English I can speak It's a good ratio though you know, I've ignored you today, as Fez has been improving throughout the show. Uh, what's in your
1: uh, What's in your wallet? Uh, some old lottery tickets. Mm. Well, is- MySpace. We all heard, "Oh, Justin Timberlake's coming back and to bring back MySpace." He's
6: bringing MySpace back.
1: Yeah, they had to cancel the launch party. <laughs> They couldn't. They couldn't pull it off. They can't even put together an online party for him. No. Um, they said they has been incremental problems more so than they anticipated, and now it's pushed back. Yeah, the problems are nobody wants to go to MySpace anymore. Yeah, I think that's the, what the well that JT ain't bringing them in.
6: Well, why would they? They've moved on. I don't know whether it's easy to ever bring something back like that. I mean, I guess if you keep the domain name, there's going to be some nostalgia another 20, 25 years in the future.
1: Guess what I got due to MySpace account? That's hysterical.
6: I think it's really funny to go back and look at people's MySpaces because they still stay there.
1: Yeah, they're on a server somewhere, they're hosted, they're going to be there yeah. until that fucking server space gets deleted.
6: So you can go back and see all your friends checking out around 2006, 2007.
1: <laughs> what was really freaking was when AIM stopped, when people stopped using AIM, and, and then that's when Facebook really fucking started dominating. And um, all my friends were off AIM, I was like, AIM's never going to go away. Yeah, you would think that AIM would always be around, but nope. That blew my mind. Everyone's on their Facebook messenger.
6: Now I want to go back to an AOL chat room and just see how that is. Yeah, but more, talk to more than two people at once. It's going to be great. Just a bunch of people that are fighting whether Tarantino is God or sucks.
1: <laughs> I would fight... Uh, he ripped off dogs. Come on. ASL. But I feel bad, because I want JT to be successful. And even Can I ask adventures. you a real
6: fucking question here? Sure. Do you think he indeed even brought back sexy, let alone Myspace? Because I don't see a lot of sexy out there.
7: Not really. What
6: he should have said, I'm bringing back dull rom-coms. I've got to wait until uh, On Demand gets his stupid rom-coms finally running.
1: They're just friends, but they fuck.
6: I thought he was the worst thing in Social Network.
1: He was very douchey. What am
6: I saying? I thought he was the worst thing in sync. <laughs> and he's definitely the worst thing that was ever in Britney.
1: Oh, no. I think Why does that first? make you sick? I don't want to think about Justin Timberlake.
6: Are we at a are we a world now that you're thinking that Britney Spears is no longer fuckable?
1: Oh no, she's no that. I think a lot of people do think that, which is crazy. But no, Britney Spears still attractive.
6: I this would be an interesting thing to put out there. Is there a one time beautiful woman who's lost all fuckability?
1: I think I got one. Ta- I don't think you can. Tara Reid. I think she's gone off the deep end. So you're just saying that psychologically. Uh, no, I mean, even when, I remember when those pictures came out of her fucked up titties, titty implants, that the nipples just looked all real. I don't crazy. think there's any reason to sit around and judge. <laughs> I don't
6: think that she could be judged like that. Oh, come on. American Pie, she was great. No, I, I think she still is fantastic. I think she's maybe. I'd like you to see American Pie MILF, is what i like to see her do. All right, 866. 866- Ron, Zero, Fez, 866, Ron, Zero, Fez. It's open to you now, the Ron and Fez listener, the new uh, sad, happy media fan, to say to yourself, have any of the queens of our hearts, do they render themselves unfuckable? Because I would say this, not so fast, because they could always return. Now, I think it's cheating if you say Elizabeth Taylor, because, you know, 60 years went by and then she died.
1: Yeah, it's bullshit. You can't do that.
6: Uh, Blake, you're on the Rana Fez show.
1: Hey, Ronnie. Lost complete fuckability? Kirstie
9: Alley.
6: Kirstie Alley is back in a big, big way. Did you see the new uh, pictures of her online? Oh, no. Now, um... She's lost, I believe, seventy pounds. She's done the tighten up and she's feeling very, very good about herself. But wouldn't Holy you shit. just for the sake let's say you're single now, not in a loving relationship that you're in, Chris. Okay, I'm single, looking to mingle. Wouldn't you just for the resume like to
1: say Bang the Alley? Yeah, I met her at a bar since so some weird fucking instance. Sure. Come on. Um Cheers. Bill, you're on The Ron and Fez Show.
9: Fez, Ron, Mono Dick. Hey, Kathleen Turner, when she was in her prime, she was really nice. And all of a sudden, over about a five-year span, she turned into a monster.
6: Kathleen Turner in the early, I guess the early to mid-80s was in a movie called Body Heat. That she was, at that moment, considered the fucking hot chick of hot chicks. She was phenomenal in this. Uh, within 10, 12 years, uh, she played Chandler's dad on Friends. It went that far oh, that she was only believable as a cross dressing dad. Um, Mark, in Chicago, you're in Manifest.
9: Yeah, um, in a couple years, I think Florence Leachman's going to be off the table.
6: See, here's the thing would you still do it? If she was covered in bacon, because I just wrote uh, read a tweet yesterday by Opie who threw the bacon, in and I thought it was a very good move.
1: Doesn't like bacon.
6: So man, it is uh, Chris in Houston. You're on the Ron Fez show.
12: Yeah, Kelly McGillis from Top from Top Gun. She's hideous now.
6: Now, oddly enough, in the '90s, and it would it wouldn't have been ten years after. Um, she was at her peak with Top Gun. Um, she took me and my guests to a table at a restaurant in Key West. What? She was hosting thing there, and I believe married to the owner or a co-owner.
1: Oh, well, that's good. She was, was just more movies, Kelly. Come on. Uh,
6: Josh, you're on the Run a Fest show.
9: Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'd like to say uh, Carrie Fisher.
6: She's lost the weight and taken pills to help her with her maniacness. I think anyone who doesn't sleep with Princess Leia is gay. Uh, Tony, Tampa, you're on run How
9: about the once straight, now dead, Hannah Nicole Smith?
6: Oh, yeah, it's no fair pulling the dead. You can't pull the dead. Don, you're on run a fez.
9: Yeah, Jimmy Lee Curtis.
6: Uh, she was in here not too long ago, barefoot. Nice. With her butch haircut... And all the fellas were like, oh, she looks fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah. I caught a glimpse. What did you think of her? Oh, she looked good. Fuck yeah. People are always shitting on her. I don't know why. Cruelty.
6: Now, these fucking monkeys that are calling this show, I don't think they've ever turned down anyone in their life.
1: Hater's going to hate.
6: Uh Joe, you're on the run of face show.
1: Uh, hang on. I got to put down my flapjacks.
6: I hate the word flapjacks, so it doesn't work for me.
12: All right, well, I got one for you that'll beat everyone. I would have banged Chasity Bono when she was young, but now. How young? Five? Unfuckable.
6: I don't know. Chaz Bono. I was surprised when Fez was in here earlier. I thought this was the one day, finally, he brings up Chaz Bono, and it makes new sense since he's mentioned him 40 times up to now. Chaz came out and did a John Belushi dance that, to me, seemed dead on. And she's still pre up so the vagina is still there. So you could, in fact, have sex with his vagina yeah. while your nose in his beard.
1: Oh, fuck!
6: And they wonder why some people struggle trying to put this whole thing together. <laughs> I mean, you've got to admit,
1: a five o'clock shadow on this. Dude.
6: Now, this is the cruelty of being a sexual celebrity in America. Is that the same people who dig
1: you will later turn on you, much like they do with their sports stars? Oh yeah, back and forth. People don't care. Just do one. They want to hate you. So you're saying haters got to hate, and there's no way around it? No, no way. Like the new TV show, Hater.
6: Would you still be with Chess?
1: I have to be like fucking like on a crazy binge or something. Like fuck I that. would if Cher was watching. <laughs>
6: I guess it is the circle of life. I guess the soul uh, moves around from one place to the other. And the circle of life is this. You're young. You're beautiful. All the fellows want you. You're getting attention that, quite frankly, you don't even deserve. And then later, these same people who once idolized you will now throw rocks at you.
1: And you're getting blamed that you don't deserve. Lindsay Lohan's going through it right now. She's getting killed. (sighs) Nonstop. Because she's got like Botox or something. I saw a gentleman on the Tonight Show last night,
6: I swear, had Botox. Men shouldn't be getting Botox. Look at Simon and see if he didn't get something done. Because he's got a little bit, I don't want to say of a hot forehead, because that's just going to start what i now call the hut haters she has got a a group of awful
1: people who go around and try to ruin other radio shows unbelievable seriously it's an army at her disposal yeah an army of lunatics i have nothing better to do than destroy other people's jobs what if we called you up at your job
6: <laughs> <laughs> what if suddenly you looked over and your phone was ringing and I was just like, haters! I don't know if <laughs> supposed to yell as that. But I never <laughs> did it before. Uh, Rick, you're on my
11: Linda Ronstadt.
6: Now, Linda uh, actually got heavy. But there was a time where she was the rock goddess. She had to hand it over to Fleetwood Mac, who also got heavy. And if you're having this rock goddess thing, you have to say to yourself, but what am I going to weigh at the end of it? Do not scary. if you're a young lady out there, do not let the boys like you. Because that that same like will turn to hate later on. Poopsie. Run whoops. Poopsie. Run a Fez show.
12: Blossom. How about that?
6: Um well I don't I haven't seen Blossom in many, many years. Oh, check it out. I know she uh, got the breast reduction which lets some people down. Um Mike, you're on my face.
12: Uh, Rod Fez, Lips, uh Amy Winehouse. I got no
6: no fair to use Rachel. in the dead. No one wants to have sex with the dead. Ben, you're my face.
9: Ronnie, uh, I would still do her just for the story, but Christina Aguilera.
6: <sighs> you people are just brutal. What? Brutal. She's not the same tiny bod she was in 2001. Crazy. She was like fucking 18 then. Uh, Earl, you're on a Fez.
1: Pamela Anderson.
6: Party. Um, I haven't seen Pam lately. The last movie I saw her, and she was balanced on the end of Tommy Lee's dick. That was the last time, which I consider her at just the peak of her powers. Zietz, do you run through some of these? Or were there any of the little Zeitz early in life batches that you now, now, long, well, now turn your back on? Yeah, I was actually thinking Beverly D'Angelo, which I know is... Smoke wants to agree with you here on line eight. Smoke, what do you got?
9: Oh, you fucking dick. I didn't see. Beverly D'Angelo was so s- fine, Smoke,
6: I you can't say. be copying off Zito.
9: Fucking heck.
6: Now, Boy. Beverly D'Angelo... Always would have been too old for you. I mean, she's in her yeah, 60s. Yeah, no, I but I remember watching Vacation when I was really young. So and her tits. Top. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, God. That was a very weird scene because that is basically a children's movie. Yeah. You know, it's a kid's movie at best. And then just showing the mom's tits, we were in a bananas fucking zone there for a while.
8: In fact, when I started watching Entourage and she came on that show for, like, the first couple episodes she was on, I was actually like, who is that? And then I was like, Jesus Christ. And I was, like, really
6: bummed out. And she's really going with the I'm unfuckable and letting him do jokes about her and all that. Yeah. Um, Chris, you're on a fez. Uh
9: Meg Ryan got a bunch of plastic surgery and got ugly.
6: Yeah, but when you were younger, I'm sure you jerked off to Howard the Duck, so why wouldn't you still be in, like, interested in Meg Ryan? Um, well, you know, the show was up and moving along. I really feel like we're finding our pacing. Alex, you're a fez.
9: Hey, hot hater, hot hater, hot
6: hater, hot hater. Oh, God.
9: Hot hater, hot hater, hot hater, hot hater.
6: Just stop my show. Hot hater. Just ruined everything we had. I feel like I almost want to go to a break now. Everything, no, I was not kidding. Just just don't listen to me. I know, I just want to. Everything I had and I believed in and I loved all got torn down. Uh, Special K.
11: Sally Struthers.
6: Sally Struthers, they found out she was um, raising money for Ethiopian kids and getting food for them. And then they found out that she was eating a lot of that food that was coming in off the, <laughs> off the boats. That she was just sitting there on the wharf signing for it and eating it. Now Sally, uh, it's been l- probably eight times longer that she's gotten this handle than the, she's a sex symbol. If you go back and watch some of the early '70s movies, though, stuff like Five Easy Pieces and all she shows up. That I think she's also in. Maybe it's not Five Easy Pieces. Maybe it's the last. Uh, I'm trying to think of it right now. But she's very young and very extremely uh, sexy.
1: Uh, Sister Sarah?
6: No, don't be drunk, Brian. You're on manifest. Sister uh, Deborah Winger, probably around 50 right now. No way would you turn her down. You'd be so proud to be with her. And again, the only reason why people say these names is because they all said years ago that they would. Uh, Larry in Texas, you're Uh Memphis.
2: Goldie Hawn.
6: Uh, I, can't, I can't agree with this. We're talking about the great Goldie Hawn. She's a queen to me. An absolute queen. Uh, Andrew, you're on Rana Fez. Hey,
9: Ronnie B. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen, when she was married to
12: Sylvester Stallone, she was hot, but the drugs and the alcohol fucked her up bad.
6: You said that, but if Brigitte Nielsen came in here now, you'd suck his dick. You would. You would get down on your knees and suck Brigitte Nielsen's cock. Uh, Thomas, you're on Rana Fez.
9: Hey, uh, how's it going, pickled picks? Pickled pricks. My bad. Anyway, Susie Colber, she looks like she's uh, she's going full on dyke now. It's really sad. She's got the deep voice and everything. I don't
6: know. Uh, she's the one who had Joan Namath crash against the rocks. Of course, she's still uh, fantastic are we doing anything we can do to get those hot nuts off uh, our lines and keeping them out
8: yeah I mean I got I got the interns you know taking down numbers doing everything um just making sure they don't let the calls through stuff like that we ought to take it down the hall
6: if we need to we should take it down the hall and leave a uh I'm just kind of trying to stay out of
8: there right now after the whole glasses thing I don't want to draw attention to myself down the hall so maybe I'll have pepper go down girls or don't
6: make passes at men that wear glasses <laughs> okay and guys don't make passes at girls with flat asses. Uh, Brad, your manifest.
13: Hey, a Daryl Hannah who went from being hot to a monster to being hot again.
6: I don't know. Daryl Hannah and I patch I'd be there in a heartbeat. Also she's one of the few people that apparently has been beaten up by two different pacifists. So there's gotta be something about her. Uh Rick in New York, you're manifest.
9: My first love, Debbie Harry. I loved her.
6: Blowhard would still be there in a heartbeat. Andy in Boston, you're on run of Fez.
9: Um, yeah, one person that's really fucking fallen apart in over the years. Our uh, our very own uh, blueberry king of uh,
13: Chicago, Fez Watley. Rah, I totally
6: I don't think so. I think he's bouncing back. I think he's finding the bravery in himself. Uh Ryan, you're on Run of Fez.
7: Joyce DeWitt.
6: Joyce DeWitt, now you know like you're, see, here's why I think that we have this thing. I mean, if, even though Joyce DeWitt is, you're kind of showing your age. So we turn on these women out of fear of the reaper itself. Because in these women, we see our own death. Women and rock stars. It's always that thing, too, of, like, people that want to have their sports stars retire and walk away at the top. Because we don't want to see them age. We don't want to know the truth, the human truth, of what it's like being on this planet. And that's why we also hate to see our sex symbols age. Sobering thoughts. Uh, CJ, you're on a Yeah,
12: and Wilson from higher on B.
6: Um. Again, that's probably been thirty plus years. She's been getting her stones uh, busted. And you're on Ron Hey,
9: Ronnie, awesome. I'm gonna throw uh, Kelly LeBrock into the mix from Weird Science.
6: Now I want you to start and and people to get the overall piece of this. They are attacking every sex symbol of twenty years ago. This is what it means to be a sex symbol. And this is why I tell Chris Stanley, don't succumb to that. You've got the looks for it, but you've got brains and you
1: could do different things. Thanks. I appreciate that. Um,
6: let's go over here to uh, Tony. Tony, you're on Let me try again. Jason, Jason, you're on RFS.
9: And, uh, man, I might be guilty of what you just said, too, but it's a little shepherd, man.
6: Go back and look at her at a black-and-white movie called The Last Picture Show. Bogdanovich, the director, fell in love with her, looking at her through a camera lens. She's very, very young in this, early 20s at best. She basically is, she looks like a young swan. She's like a beautiful young swan with giant eyes. Wow. And now you take that girl and you turn on her because this planet has revolved around the sun too many
1: times. It's heavy.
6: What you see here is the American public basically doing the same thing they accused Fez of earlier today. Lack of loyalty. Towards bucks and Perhaps any other thing is life. But that lack of loyalty, that lack of I'm willing to fight for something, you could be out there right now battling for your ex-sex symbols instead of casting them aside. John, you're on Renefez.
12: Hey, Ronnie. Uh, Wynonna Judd.
6: I am listening to Boyhood Dreams. Boyhood Dreams being thrown away. Donald, you're on Renefez from yeah. Superman What kills me is this was all the early jizzes of these colors. They're early jizzes that means nothing to them today. They're
1: disrespecting that past come is what they're doing. Chick, you're on
12: How about Bridget Bardot, somebody at my age group
1: uh
6: Bridget Bardot, chick by the way, never talk about uh, betting again but bridget <laughs> Bridget Bardo was considered the most beautiful woman that's ever lived. Now, her house stinks of old cat and penguins as she collects every animal she can be with. Screams at people that try to take her pictures. Oh, Bridget. And now we also know, thanks to Miss Bardot, the beautiful Bridget Bardot is that the sun, which feels so good on our skin, damages. Shrivels. Bubba, you're on the Run of show.
9: Hey, buddy. Hey, I don't think I would have fucked Farrah Fawcett at the end because when she had that ants cancer, you know it had to smell.
6: You're awful, Bubba. And you're the reason why people hate Texas. Mainly Texans. Yeah. Zeke and Bama, let's find out why we hate Alabama.
12: Priscilla Presley, she looks like a, a plastic mannequin now. I don't know. She just sort of. She lost it.
6: She was 14 years old. 14 years old when Private Elvis Presley threw a potato sack over her head, drug her back into his house, and sexually assaulted her. Hey, it's the king. And then said, You look prettier if you dyed your hair and made your eyes look like mine. He went out of his way to dress her up like Elvis. This was the ego of Elvis Aaron Presley. He couldn't get a heart on unless the woman looked exactly like him. And that's the soul? I guess that's understandable. That's what you, seriously, that's the respect that you have now? That's understandable to you. Now, here's the weird thing, Hicks. Any woman that looks like Elvis still turns you on to this day. I mean, the reason why they're doing all these 60s TV shows is trying to get the women to look more and more like Elvis. There you go. Pat, you're on Running Fez.
9: Hey, I'm the same age as uh, Eastside Dave, and I know he backed me up if he was there, but uh, there was a brief time in the very early 90s where Courtney Love was smoking hot.
6: Well, you were standing alone
1: with that poster on your wall. Hey, she was great in Basquiat.
6: Doll parts. Go and listen to it. Because she tried to explain it then to you. She, Courtney Love, Courtney Hull as I like to call her, wanted to be the girl with the most cake. Doll Doll Right there, and these men blaming the sex symbols of their youth will one day find themselves unfuckable if they're not already. The chances are most of these people saying that they wouldn't have sex with these famous women don't aren't the type of guys that would have sex with famous women. Unbelievable. And even when you play them doll parts, they don't understand. It's all right there. Harry, you're on the Run Ronnifay show.
12: Hey, Virginia Matson.
6: Can I tell you something? Virginia Matson was in here not too long ago, and Hicks and I were spellbound. She's gorgeous, wonderful. Now, her brother, Michael Matson. Hicks, if you had the opportunity, would you? With Michael Matson, Mister Blonde. I don't know. I, he's aged pretty well. Just to have the story. <laughs> You're watching Reservoir Dogs and you just go over and say, hey, you guys aren't going to believe this. I had sex with
1: that guy. It was great.
6: It was the, you know, it was the one years. It was 11, 11, 11. <laughs> Ones were in the air. Joe, T-Town, Tampa.
13: Hey, Rachel Ward, Against All Odds. I haven't seen her in uh, forever, but I'd still do her.
6: Now, God bless her, she's in hiding out there. I think that was another one John John was with. John John was with quite a few. And every single one of them, when they were walking into his bedroom, he was wearing a short suit, and he saluted as they came in.
1: Wow. Just like he did their dad's coffin. They must have really liked that, because, you know, I mean. Well, girl wouldn't. Who doesn't love a Kennedy? What about the VJ Kennedy? Oh, she's in there?
6: Oh. <laughs> uh Sean, you're in I
9: got to go with Bonnie Franklin, buddy.
6: Here's the weird thing. She's lost a lot of weight, and she's tanned, and she's calling herself Bonnie Franklin of Cypher Films. Janice, you're
9: uh, Gina Rowland.
6: Now, one time were you into Gina Rowland?
9: I was. When she did Gloria, when I was growing up, and uh, she did Gloria, I thought she was one of the sexiest things on the face of the earth. Just hot.
6: I'm not the... You're not the man. I'm the man, Gloria. I'm the man. <laughs> Come the, on, sissy. Ed, you're on the Round of Fez show.
9: Hey, uh, Nicole Eckert.
6: Nicole Edgar, who uh, I think captured America's Heart's in a little film called Blow Up. I believe that's the name of it. With the two quarries. Yeah, that's it. Oh, what a little body she had then. Like the body of a baby deer. Like a baby deer in heat. Supple. And I actually, I wrote in to her. I sent a fan letter. I said, you watch America will turn on you one day. I was blown away.
1: Excuse me. it's blown away with the two quarries in the coal.
6: And the two quarries actually said this. I wish she wasn't here. I wish we were just blowing each other. God, you're hot. Randy, what's up? Corey. And then the other one went, Corey. And then they didn't get mentioned in the Emmys and everybody cried. I was like, oh my God, why wouldn't you say that? Ah, Corey! I had a break and then come back and finish this show. If you'd like, I'll give you a couple minutes. Go to the fridge and get yourself some chicken. Let's oh, chicken in there? Yeah, leftover chicken. Oh, that sounds good. You like leftover food? Yeah, sure. Right back, Manifest. Hey,
13: fine. I am um, not your assistant
9: anymore. I will just be your friend. I wish it was that easy. If we were to hang out again, I would just constantly be tempted to get you to do shit for me and have to fight that real hard. I hope we get in a car wreck right now. I do. I hope
13: we get in a fucking car wreck. A motherfucking car wreck and we both die. And then we can live in heaven.
6: Best show, their heads are made out of radios, so they're called Radio Heads. Is this the first band in history who's really didn't have heads, they had radios there? First, yeah, they didn't have mouths as speakers. What about the Guess Who? Didn't they have heads made out of... Oh, no, they were Canadian. No. Uh, I saw up here today the legendary Le- Leslie West. Les- Leslie West was up here today.
1: Uh, Hicks, yes.
6: what's this alcoholism story that you were worried about?
1: Oh, uh, that they've done, they have did studies, like uh, basically field sobriety tests on people who are currently drinking and people who are, have sobered up. But it shows that even if you've, say, been drinking for years and you sobered up, your coordination is still all fucked up. Whereas it, it's, you're still messed up even though you're not drinking anymore.
6: You don't have the coordination of a non-drinker or a non-alcoholic? Non-drinker. So, if you have any alcohol at all, it permanently affects you. Including the people who drink but are not alcoholics. Yeah, casual social drinkers or whatever. They're still fucked up.
1: Yeah. Even in the sober state. It, it, it stays with you. So I thought, I figured, you know, hey, I'm not drunk anymore. I should be fine. I'm fucking back, back on top.
6: Well don't they say every time that you have a drink you fucking ruin brain fucking cells and all that kind of shit. I guess. I've always brought that up.
1: I thought they rebuilt. They're like, you know. <laughs> no. You just run out. Yeah, I'm gonna get some stem cells like fucking Peyton manning then. I just checked the other day, I got seven fucking cells
6: left. Oh, shit. And what I'm doing is keeping them apart from each other. And then I'm I'm actually putting cotton in between. I'm treating it like a packing crate. Right now my head, I've just it's filled with foam peanuts. And then I always sing this song when I put them in. Foam peanuts, foam peanuts. All right, so you told us something alarming here. Yeah. That basically if you're a party guy at any point in your life, you basically have fucked up your brain forever.
1: Yeah. And to some extent. Yeah, you're you're going to not be as fucking good not as fucking spot on as a sober person, totally sober.
6: Well, I'll tell you this. Like Tyler Durden, my fucking badge from work uh, ended up in the cutting section. I have a little drawer of my humidor, and I uh, put it there. Or else, I'll just put it this way. A chick did it to me. That's In the back of my mind, there's a little bit of paranoia, and I don't know who exactly, but someone's like, He's such an asshole. I'm just gonna hide
1: his badge here in the Yermidor. Oh come on. Well have you recently pulled a gun on some an Asian bodega guy? Yeah, why? Oh fuck. This isn't good. Um
6: what's the worst thing that you could do to yourself? Is drugs even worse than alcohol? These guys just focus. I I, If you go to any rehab center, they don't make a big deal about the difference between the two. Now, the people who will are the alcoholics. I know alcoholics who hate when people says I'm an alcoholic and an addict. They're like, Take that to another meeting. Like, take your fucking self to another meeting, grandpa. They get
1: that pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dope's
6: been around since the fifties, man with a golden arm. So don't act like I don't want dopers in here.
1: Great movie.
6: You fucking idiots. But
1: so they're fucking will, judging in
6: in the meeting, like fucking getting pissed you off. Know what I shouldn't even say that because I don't want to turn you away from it. <laughs> just some old timers, definitely not going now. There's some old timers. <laughs> I keep watching Romo making that fucking pass, now knowing that he's his lungs are punctured, his rib just fucking tearing apart his lung, just is cracking through your lung. That guy's done. Football's an awful game. It really is. It's, it's a game that just hurts people. His chest area is just constantly caving in. And the weird thing is, if you could make pe- football safer, flag like football, you would have basically the same strategies as you have now. Same kind of routes, passes. People wouldn't like it. They don't like it. No, no. no. They want people to get hurt.
1: It's all part of it. Watch well, him get jacked up. <laughs> you got jacked up. <laughs>
6: Randy, you're a fine girl. Go ahead, Randy.
9: How's it going, Ron? I was just going to yeah. see if you guys were going to make it out to the Radiohead shows next weekend.
6: We will. Yeah, we will be there. I'll be at the merch table. Um, see you there. Yeah. See you there. What are you going to be wearing?
9: I'm going to be
6: wearing. Uh, I'm not going to be. No. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you got, got flustered? Because. Hicks and I are getting the new Radiohead shirts, and we're going to be sitting behind the merch table selling them. Yeah. Hey,
1: you want a Radiohead shirt? Come on. It's for this tour. Hey, Radiohead shirts. T- t-shirt time.
6: T-shirt. <laughs> and then the night before, I'm going to setlist.com and find out the entire setlist. Oh, no. Come on. Don't better not tell it to me. Now, do you remember I, I tell you I have a, a nephew that's very outgoing? Yeah. I believe he's six. He's an outgoing tall boy. Very nice. sensitive young man. Oh. Loves Green Day, loves Journey. His parents took him to a Journey concert, his first big concert. That's his first big concert, huh? Yeah. Uh, Open them for them uh, was Farner, along with, I'll only call them Sister Christian Band, but their name is Night Ranger. (laughs) This kid, six years old, screaming in between songs. And having the absolute time of his life. Not giving it a shit that it's fucking Filipino Journey. That's fine. Sounds great. Losing his shit over the Sadie's Rock. Uh, later, uh, claiming that he had prayed the set list, told his parents
1: that his prayers had created the set list. What the fuck? He's, I can't believe he could be that deep in the journey. I don't understand it either. Thanks, rock band. Or rock guitar. Yeah, that's guitar what it probably world. is. Um, But he does love the journeys. It's good that he appreciates the music, though. That's encouraging. Even the The kid's full, filled with passion.
6: I think he's terrific. Craze, uh, you're in Rana Fez.
11: Hey, what's up, Ronnie? What's up, Pepper? What's up, uh the W.
6: What's the story with you today, crazy You seem uh, like you're in a happy mood.
11: I just don't. I don't get Radiohead, man. You know, <laughs> I, I I just don't get them. Don't like them. I, I, I mean, every time I every time I hear them, it feels like, you know, like I I feel so depressed. It, with the, it, that guy, it it sounds like every tune that he ha- has out. The lead singer, it sounds like he's about to like slit his wrist or something. Uh, I mean, give me how your... dressing it sounds. Let me
6: have Grazed Definitive Five. Your Definitive Five groups that this is real craze music. If we were going to put out a fucking album called Craze Rock, what's the five groups that we could use? I would say... Um, Number five, take us it, from the it, bottom.
11: Okay, um, are you saying rock or metal? Uh, whatever you like, rock, hard rock,
6: and metal, this is your five.
11: Okay, I'll, I'll, um, Rage Against the Machine. Rage is your number five. Yeah, yeah, um, um. You know, I got a, a
6: signed time Morello we'll be giving away in a game show this week. Really? Yes. Based on a little website that you can check out over at 202 Friends, Russ and Tony, I don't know. They seem to go... For me, they started great. They seem to be going a little Portland. But who am I to say? All right, your number five, Rage Against the Machine.
11: Um, Metallica, Megadeth.
6: All right, hold on. Metallica comes in number four. Megadeth, number three. Who's your number two?
11: Let me think here. I, 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 um, Real quick, is it Radiohead?
6: W- live? Any way you want it, live or in studio? Live. Oh, the band live. Okay. All right. First of all, uh, very R.E.M. R.E.M. is your number one. Yeah. All right. So, R.E.M., shocking, in the middle of a lot of this hard stuff. Then you come in at R.E.M. What's your favorite R.E.M. song?
11: I'd say Orange Crush.
6: Uh Uh-huh. Why does that one speak to you personally?
11: Um, your time in the it, it's just the fact that you know i think that 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 uh people that, um the a lot of our soldiers are out there fighting you know and we it, and we need some orange crush
6: All right, so the orange crush was the bad stuff that killed a lot of soldiers though
11: yeah but it was but it but it was more like a song that was dedicated to the soldiers i right
6: think. Now, when Louie did... Who are you? Did you see that on Louie's show?
11: No, I didn't, actually.
6: Uh, Hicks, you saw it. Loved it. What do you think he paid for that?
1: I'm going to say uh, $15,000. Cra-
6: uh, Craze, what do you think? 2000 um, One of you is... Uh, Zech, you want to be on this? I was going to say it was way more. Okay. I was going to say like half a mil. Okay. Uh, one, one of you two is correct the other one said a half a mil like a fucking retard uh craze you can change and uh chris stanley you can change
1: i'm solid I- i'm taking 50-50 i'm taking
11: 2,000
6: the answer is 15,000
11: dollars fuck yeah spot on
6: just so he could do who well you now we know why he did the whole fucking song
1: It's money's worth man 15 yeah. grand so i was
6: close uh Well, yeah, you were only 13,000 away.
1: Yeah.
6: uh Now, Orange Cross, your all-time favorite song. What song do you hate by R.E.M.? Um, losing My Religion,
11: I'd say. Just despise it. I don't despise it, but it's... it's All right, let's go back it's, to your number four. It's so
6: depressing. Yeah, Autica. You like happy music. Now, your band, Autica. what's your favorite Metallica song?
11: Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah. There are a lot of good ones. Right. Let me think here. Uh, Come on, Chris. Wow, there's a lot of them.
6: What's one? Just name any of them.
11: Creeping Death.
6: All right. Whiplash. And what song do you despise? By
11: Metallica? Um, Let me see. Uh... It, on, would Chris. Ha- it would have to be something off the Load or reload album I don't I, I mean I didn't like I, I didn't like those albums because it wasn't them in my opinion that was when they went corporate
6: craze so. you could be a fuck seriously you could be a rock critic corporate ministry <laughs> rock journalist
11: <laughs>
6: alright brother you're All right, out ones and twos please. give me the ones and twos on the way out uh Chris Shaolin oh. Staten Island here to
12: represent Hey, Ronnie. Hey, guys. I just need a minute of your time, if I could. I got uh, a church benefit concert. Uh concert's loosely, but um, it's to benefit St. Mary's Church at 1124 Bay Street this Saturday. And it's, um, you know, it's going to be from 5 to 7. It's uh, general admissions is five bucks a family. There's going to be two sets of music. There's going to be lots of fun, 50-50 raffle, a whole nine yards. And it's, uh, all the music was picked by the kids of the group. And uh, just about you know four husbands who never really uh, made much of themselves musically that wanted to get together and do some so- songs. So it should be a good time.
6: Chris, I can't imagine with the cell that you just did there that you're going to get one extra person.
12: Tell off. me about it. Well, you know, that's why I'm no admin. I'm a drummer, and I use that term lightly as well. And I'm also driving my son home from school, and I'm kind of like trying to multitask. i Ronnie running
6: Hey, buddy, how are you?
12: <laughs> we listen to you guys whenever I take them home. Up until one of you guys cursed, then I got.
6: Yeah, they'll take your kids away from you. They will definitely take your kids away.
12: Yeah, so uh, um, I really appreciate the time. I know I didn't get the word out that well, but uh, love you guys. Love the show. And uh, uh, favorite second baseman as a, t- as a child was Manny Trio, sir.
6: Manny Trio. Uh, the only, my only problem is he pushed Dave Cash out of a job, but yeah. Manny Trio was a phenomenal second baseman.
12: Yeah, they were the first team, the 1980 Phillies was the first team that I actually watched the full, full ga- all of the games in the World Series, man. That was an awesome team.
6: Well, nerve-wracking World Series. Thank you, my friend. Who knows whether we'll get back there this year or not. i love to see it.
1: Let's not talk about it. We had
6: such a great summer. Can we have a great autumn? Is that too much to ask?
1: No. But you
6: never know. Joe, you're on the run of Fez show.
9: Hey, I haven't heard, uh, in the last hour. I was just wondering if you're still there.
6: Fez is always here. Fitty, Fitty. We can always count on Fez Marie Watley. All right, we got to get ready to shut this one down, folks. Uh... I don't know. I don't think there was any of those T V shows I'm gonna to watch tonight except for the uh Zoe Deschanel. So I'll uh when Fez I'm sure he'll be back up and ready to report tomorrow, uh brings it up.
1: Hicks, will you watch that one? I'll say I like the Zoe Deschanel. I'll 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 give her a shot. Is she your dream girl? I'm with my dream girl, Ronnie B. I
6: always forget just how much in love you are. Um So that's it for us. We are out of here. Uh, tomorrow, the entire show will be done in Espanol. So I suggest you take lessons if you want to listen. Bone up. I'm going to let the newest member of Metallica, the fourth favorite group of Crazed, I watched it for a
4: little while.
6: Lou Reed, take us to the end here. He writes a song called Satellite of Love, and since we're here on Satellite, satellite we like to end this show this way.
4: Satellite of Love.
6: Perhaps a historic ending. Satellite
4: of for
6: the Rana Fez show today.
4: Of
6: As Lou Reed takes us out.
4: Way up to Mars.
6: Hey uh, that's the yeah, end of my show, donk.